Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, welcome to uh, this thing we've been doing for a year that is really honestly, uh, I don't know how we got through it. I don't know how you got through it. Uh, but, uh, it's a, it's a thing and see, I did it. I did it so well while you were gone. And now I, 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 it's, uh, it's a thing where, um, there, what's the name of the show? It Welcome was, to it the was... NXT Sour Graps post show for September 13th. Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats on the special one year anniversary of the show brought to you by Blue Chew and Magic Spoon as always. We're also streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash Fightful Gaming. Alex is your host. I'm your co-host, Kate Elizabeth. It's the one-year anniversary of me buying this veil, mm-hmm. of you busting out that wig. It's the 2.0 reboot that happened, and it has both enhanced and ruined our lives greatly. I think that's fair to say. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it was the catalyst for all of you wonderful, fine people to find us and keep coming back every week for whatever the hell this is. So, uh, I, I feel like we owe, uh, NXT 2.0 something. Um, the thing of it is, Kate, that when I last wore this wig, literally the last time, not like any other time doing any other thing in my life, the last time I wore this wig was for the first episode of NXT 2.0, and now I'm wearing it for the last episode of NXT 2.0. <laughs> Which is- we, we, we celebrated a wedding on the first NXT 2.0, but we also, a few days before, I think the week before that, we celebrated NXT Black and Gold's funeral. We did. And now, a year later, we are celebrating NXT 2.0's funeral, and I, and I do mean celebrated. Um, <laughs> but here's the deal. At least, at least we can say that if that was the end of NXT 2.0, that it died doing what it loved, making completely inexplicable booking decisions that make no fucking sense at all. It's true. (laughs) It's true. I tweeted something to that effect of like, 
you know, what a be what better anniversary is there than to um, handcuff talent with nonsensical booking and bad creative? <laughs> like, what a perfect ode to what NXT 2.0 has been. Um, so it felt like it was fitting of the occasion. I'll put it that way. Uh, agreed. Uh, it did. I think, I, I think my mic is now fixed, hopefully. Yeah. They just decided to... to, to jump around and do whatever it is but you listen, fixed your mic but uh can't say the same about creative alex no can't do that no i can't do that oh someday one day just like one don't day. be a dork yeah one day um uh so here we go we have all these uh wonderful um uh <laughs> we'll start out with matthew plus because why not he says al i hope the lack of uh sour chats you received without Katie, really drove home just how unlikable and uninteresting you are. You had to rely on a proto-only fan stream of you playing video games just to receive validation. Sad. Last part is true. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and then um, Matthew Plus says, I liked it better when Katie wasn't here, of course. Uh, JDB Pringle says, one true Alex, Kate, who holds up the place with her bare shoulders, in this case, bare clavicle, um, one half of the longest running bit in sports infotainment, Papa Paul Elizabeth, ladies of cease and desist, Council of Marks, one year of 2.0 down, oof. Oof indeed. Uh, <laughs> oof indeed. Um, uh, Paul Elizabeth, of course, responding, Sir Pringle again leads the way in recognizing the breadth and depth of the SGS and its everlasting glory. So true. Um, Jake Salazar says, Alex looks like a Mardi Gras hook. <laughs> oh my god that's so good i am nothing if not a, a cold-hearted handsome devil it's true. um uh eugene Solis says the queen has returned congratulations calex yes it's uh it's it's a, it's called celebration if for no other reason then kate is back um egm ejm says just wanted to start off tonight's review to express my disappointment for that email campaign for when the fans chose the stipulation for the tag team title match, which we'll get to in a second, he wanted the Judy Bagwell on a forklift stipulation, and the whole thing didn't work. Clearly, the results were rigged, and I was cheated, he says. No, we were cheated. You were all cheated. Yes, clearly a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match would have made a lot more sense for what uh, happened than what did happen. It's um, true. Tom LaValle says, happy anniversary to the two-and-a-half-hour review show I never miss. For the two-hour show, I never watch. Keep the cool cabagools at SGS. Fuh, 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 life. Before we dig um, in too much further, I do want to say, um, and it's hilarious because I do have, like, a sentimental thing to say as I'm watching Louise tear down complete dorks in the chat. I would encourage them to go to betterhelp.com and get help for their mental health because they're clearly unwell people. Um mm this last week was really tough and um it was really telling to me how much you guys were a part of my life because i got so much support from just random tweets random dms random instagram messages um so many things that were passed forward to me when i was like not on social media for the two months that i was just off twitter so many people like 
finding other people to send their best wishes through. And like the community here has been so much fun when we're talking about silly stuff and so supportive and wonderful when we're talking about real stuff. And I just wanted to thank all of you people. And I also would be wildly remiss if I wasn't thanking this guy. And again, per usual, us having sentimental moments while you're in a rainbow wig and I'm in a wedding veil here. Mm -hmm. um, but I, what happened with my dog happened at about 10 o'clock on <laughs> during the pay-per-view, during All Out. And um, we didn't really know what was going on with him. And <laughs> we had done like four post shows this weekend, that weekend already. Um, and I really needed to take the time off. And the way I didn't have to worry about a thing, knowing how great you are at this, the way that Sean went out of his way to take care of me both um, financially and sending me these flowers. So thank you, Sean. Um, and the way everybody at Fightful, both community and staff, just checked in on me and, and days and days in a row. Like, I can't say enough about what that meant because this this sucked this was very unexpected um worse than my internet even and uh it's very weird to be doing this podcast without that little dude in the back for sure so i just wanted to say thank you to um to all of you guys and especially to alex because he fucking killed Ooh, <laughs> i cursed sorry nah. we're past the five minute mark we won't it's get demonetized fine. Um, but you absolutely crushed it this week without me. And, um, it was really fun to, I was, no, it was funny. I watched with my parents on Tuesday and I was like, Alex is really good at this. It's fun to be on this side of the screen. <laughs> I was like, this is fun. This is fun hanging out in the chat. I haven't done this since before I worked at Pipeful. So, um, it was a, a pleasure to be a viewer for the week as well. So I just wanted to say thank you to everyone and especially to you alex because um you absolutely rule <laughs> uh well I'll, I'll i will i will accept uh your 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 thanks and uh and your compliments even though it is difficult for me to do so because that's my own thing but yeah you're not I great will, at that but watching I, you have to do that in a rainbow yeah. colored wig is just, just like the it's most right. us thing it's, it is so weird like it's a weird it's my own psychosis but like somebody like like live in front of hundreds of people being like you're really great makes my skin crawl why is that what is wrong with me what is broken inside of me um somebody that i, that I genuinely like and care about telling me i am good at things makes me go ooh, why is that what's wrong with me um, it's become the say, judas in your mind yeah it is true um this is true uh ricardo the dream says queen kate is the best kate Oh, um, and it is, this is true because, um, as much as you say, I did a great job, uh, last Tuesday, it totally didn't work for me because I was like, I need, <laughs> I need a sanding board. I need somebody who can, who can bump these things <laughs> off of, uh, this is the other deal is that, um, is that all of, I think all of my uh, crap that I do feels so weird when I'm saying it to literally nobody. <laughs> it's just like, I have, I have an imaginary friend I'm talking to. So I'm very happy that, um. Yeah, that was uh, that was. I love that you uh, say I have an imaginary friend I I'm talking to. When you do, you have Linda, you have Sheila. Mm -hmm. I know this is again Nathan Fraser. Again, I'm 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 genuine problems. Um, JW Pringle says uh, we got your back, Kate. SGS for life means for life. Um, 
And uh, Shocky29 says, so happy to see you back, Kate, and hope you're doing okay. The SGS stands proudly behind its leggy blonde onion queen. <laughs> well, um, uh, and uh, um, <laughs> uh, so we got, we got uh, Jake Salazar saying that, Kate, Alex scared us all last week yelling. Yes, I, I, <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it was a moment of weakness behind the paywall. Very, very upset. Uh, at Darby Allen getting the pin on Malachi instead of Miro, I, I, I very very upset about it. I, I got a little get a little out of control. I did um, see a tweet that said, "What is Tony's obsession with this God no, it's not, dweeb it's not, or something?" Not, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, uh, here we go. Um, uh, Batter to one. Jam Beard said, "I liked it better when Maddie Minus wasn't here." True. <laughs> and Ryan Sullivan says, Kate, cover up. I don't know why I said that. I won't because because uh, my clavicle is out, baby. Oh, oh I said go. my shoulders are covered, mm-hmm. but my clavicle is exposed. Jake Salazar said it was all Darby and Tony's fault. It's true. Um, it's all their fault for making me so angry. I listen, it's not it's all your this feels very abusive. It's your fault for making me so angry. But yeah, I know what I don't I don't like I don't like I don't sometimes I don't like to do that. Um uh Taylor Cannon says, so glad to have you back, Kate. Sending you so much love and positivity. Thank you, Taylor. And CO says, Alex in a wig still has better hair than Dom Mysterio, which is very true. Um, so I guess we should probably start whatever the, whatever the hell this is. Um, God, there's if you if you like the jukebox, get ready for an hour of it because we have a lot of <laughs> You guys are in, amazing. In here, so that's good. Um, I love that there's dorks in the chat with their like tribalism, and we're like, we're just here to sing songs and impressions of wrestlers and original yeah. characters. Like, have fun trying to, yeah. to blow up our chat with your weird comments. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna Matthew sing Plus songs is... Nathan <laughs> Money for Gareth, keep fighting the good fight. Bro. There you go. See, Matthew Plus is there. He's on I'm not side. convinced they're not the He's... same. Yeah. Um, uh, so. Um, we got uh, a cage match. I I missed what the other stipulations were that were possible for this match, but cage match always seemed like what it was going to be. Like, oh, but Alex, why does one have a cave match? Just to keep people keep people out and not oh not to keep involved. people out. Yeah, you know it would be weird if like you you weird if you booked a cage match. And just decided to not have it keep the person who you're trying to keep out out like, like if okay. that person that you're trying to keep out actively interferes in the match to cost the people the match, then shouldn't security come out and remove them so they're not like watching the whole thing smirking at it for the rest of the match? Like, is there not a, is there not any kind of like consequence for your actions when you do something you're not supposed to? I don't know. I think what you're missing is that that person also went incredibly slowly up the cage. So it's not like security had a yeah. chance to catch. No, oh, wait, true. they yeah. had forever. Yeah. Um, However. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't see it as quickly as you. Yeah. Um, Julius Creed is. What? He's, he's it, man. What? Like, I, I was it. always impressed by him, but 
I feel like the Creed's title run opened my eyes a little bit more to how special that guy individually is. Yeah. Um, and that's not to take anything away from Brutus. I think Brutus is great. I think as far as the pairing goes, they're stronger than like a Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins situation. Mm -hmm. Like I think they complement each other a little bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like they do, they do different, they have such different strengths. The spot at the top of the cage where he was just holding on to blonde. Yes, boy. Mm -hmm. um, just with one arm was holding mm -hmm. him with all his strength over the side of the cage. Yeah. Like Mufasa being pushed off the cliff by yeah. Scar. Like, he's just holding him. Just with holding one, him there. With one arm. Like, the freakish strength that takes. And also, mm -hmm. ow, because it's the yeah. it's on top of the cage. Yeah. Um, so, I know this is going to shock you, because we don't say this about NXT a lot. But a lot of really great in-ring action that was marred by bad booking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. We never, we never say that. Like never. for the over the past year, that that in no way has been the theme of our no. criticism of this show. No, it's weird that how is, that uh, this is the first time we've ever said that. You know it's, it's the year anniversary. We're turning like a new chapter. I think yeah. we're we're turning over a new leaf. So just a different thing. Um, but but sincerely, the what happened in the cage, I th I thought was great. I thought. Pretty Deadly was also fantastic in this. They bumped their asses off for Brutus. They really, yeah. really bumped for him. Um, good use of the cage, too. Yeah. Sometimes in WWE, my complaint with cage matches is that it's like you're watching a regular match through Latticework. They've gotten away from that a little bit, mm -hmm. which is good. Mm -hmm. This was a fantastic opener outside of the incredibly stupid ending that was an incredibly, incredibly stupid ending for so many reasons. For so many and reasons, yeah. Also, one that I knew was going to happen. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, here's the here's the deal with 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 all of this. Um, I don't. Obviously, Brutus is the bigger of the two brothers, but it, doesn't it feel weird that they're like not fat shaming, but just like look how look at that little tub of lard go? Isn't he cute? Like, why is his cannonball called a butterball? Like, he's not... I mean, yes, he's thick, but I wouldn't call him fat compared to some of the other people that we have wrestling in this world. It's so odd. Like, they're like, oh, look at that butterball fly. What the hell are we even doing? So weird. Um, uh, it's so odd. Um, it, is, uh, it, is, it is true. Uh, someone has said in the chat, and I said this at the beginning, when they, when they decided to call them Brutus and Julius. Well, we know which one is turning on the other eventually. <laughs> That's no, kind did, of obvious. Who was the third brother I invented that was just named like Ted or something? I think it was like Fred. It was Fred. I think <laughs> it, was, it was Fred. Yeah. I was like, take away a third Creed. brother. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, Julius is amazing. And um, uh, Julius got to do a bunch of stuff, which is great. And when uh, Damon uh, Kemp comes in and climb, we all knew that he was going to try and get involved, right? And uh, likely to cost them the match. Regardless of what the stipulation was, he was going to cost them the match because that's what you're doing. You are deciding that the creeds, as a, as a unit, uh, are best. The, the best way to serve the audience is not to have them win matches and be a strong tag team champions, but the best way to serve the audience, because that's what you're supposed to do. In professional wrestling, you're supposed to serve the audience in a certain way that, that even if they don't like what they're doing at the time, it's all in service of giving them something they love later. Okay, I don't know what this is except for let's make Damon Kemp into a 
top heel on a show where he doesn't belong in that particular level. Why you have to really hate Damon Kemp and know enough about him to hate him for any of this to make sense for he's the one to like keep the creeds away from gold. So he climbs up, he handcuffs Brutus, uh, Julius, excuse me, crucially it's Julius to the, um, to the top of the cage and Julius cannot break the, break the cuffs. I thought, well, obviously Julius is going to break the cuffs because Damon gets involved. He handcuffs Julius to the top, but he's not at the point now where he gets to win yet. He's, he tries really hard, but he still loses in this fight. So Julius, in an amazing feat of strength, on top of all the athleticism and all the other strength he's shown, rips the cuffs, and he's able to win along the side, or at least gets involved, because the most spectacular guy you have in this match, standing on the top turnbuckle, handcuffed to the cage, watching everything happen, and what is happening is two guys beating up one guy who gets in no offense is not fun to watch. It's boring and bad and makes the crowd actively go boo to your decisions. Not, oh, we hate Damon Kemp, but boo, I didn't like watching this. And that's not the right kind of heat to me. Agreed. And I think this is this was rampant all over in the Vince era. This is why we got so sick of watching it was rematches and we've seen the creeds in pretty deadly many a time um and on top of that like there's booking heat on the performer and then there's booking heat on the company this is i'm not like the biggest austin theory gal in the world anyway but it is a huge a huge issue of why i didn't like austin theory was right hey we had all these qualifying matches for money in the bank and then we just threw this guy in and he won like there's no Mm -hmm. There's no, 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 no way that makes any sense. So, but, and AW does it too. I think that's been a huge part of what has thrown Sammy Guevara off course was they were right. like booking heat on the company instead of their performer. So it happens a lot. It happens a lot in the past three years of, of WWE, especially. So I don't appreciate that. And the other thing is it doesn't, this didn't really do anything for your champions either. Like it made them look kind of weak in the victory here. And that means they won via somebody else's interference twice. So I thought if this was just a clean match, like I don't need the Damon Kemp stuff after. Have him come beat him down after, Mm -hmm. whatever. But like, I thought it would have been cool. Like, okay, we had one interference that gave them the victory and then a clean retain just looks like, you know what? Sometimes the champions win and the other guys lose. Does it have to be the most protected thing in the world? But then at least your champions look like they've earned their titles that they're holding so right didn't love the booking but i i really thought this match was great and i thought pretty deadly deserves a lot of credit for this too i think they did a fantastic job in this match sure yeah and i i this is the other thing about it we will we we here's the thing that's absolutely wrong with this match and what we should have known from the beginning uh uh batter to one jam beer says all cage matches now need a loomis under the ring co says any cage match without dexter loomis is crap and I, i i think we all can agree on that um, but Orion Ben says the handcuffing of Julius should have warned us. Yeah, that was not a good, yeah. that's where the whole thing kind of fell apart. Orion Ben says, now here's the other deal in a, in a tag team cage match, unless I am wrong, both guys have to get out of the cage to win via escape. Right. Right. So there was a time 
where the way that the, the, the camera was focused, it showed every part of the, of the ring except for one corner, which is where Brutus was hiding. But I was like, oh, did Pretty Deadly like send Brutus over the top? And now they're going to try and beat Julius one-on-one and Julius wins anyway by pinfall? That would be an amazing thing to do for Julius. But turns out, no, Brutus was just selling, huddled in the corner to fetal position. So I thought to myself, um, yeah, maybe that would be a thing to do. Because uh, he says, Orion Ben says, I go to the Hardys versus Dudley Boys logic for this. Let me, let's get, let one get out. Then my team will have a double team for the rest of the match. That's actually a smart thing to do for the heels. Um, and he says, uh, he says, yeah, handcuffs. Damn, that's true. That is also, that's bad. Um, here's, here's also a thing that, that we will talk about for the rest of the night because it runs through the whole thing. They did a, a fan vote on who was the person who's going to face Carmelo Hayes for the North American title in the main event tonight's show. There were three options. And they rigged their own vote. Because the three options they gave us were Von Wagner, whatever. Joe Gacy, you go, whatever. <laughs> Joe Gacy, ew, and Wesley. There's only one option. And as last I checked, he was winning with like 72% of the vote in a three-way vote. So like he the was running away with it. Slide since only three percent of people wanted Tyrus in my poll, and right. people voted yes. for a shoe and Bob O'Neill handily. Um, but I, I think you two things happen in wrestling polls, in my knowledge you fake it, you fake the whole vote because you don't let people see it in real time, or <laughs> or you make it so unbelievably obvious that it's gonna go to this guy. And they went with that, and I commend them because it was probably at least a real vote if they didn't send their own bots after it. Right, as right. They're no, prone that to was do. a real. They, they deliberately set this whole thing up. This was the plan from the beginning, and I gotta respect them for that. But yeah, like those are those are your three options. Those are your three options. Like, like I was saying, like last week, I said I don't know who's um, who's got the. Uh, uh, who's who's on this poll? Because I said this at the time it was so last night. But if Tyler Bate is on it, he's got all of my votes. I will yeah. I will go to jail voting a hundred times for Tyler Bate to face <laughs> Carmelo Hayes because what? you know it's voter voter fraud. It's voter fraud. They'd they'd find me. I'm sure. I wouldn't do I wouldn't do all the I wouldn't do all the legwork to like create the the fake emails. I just do it. I would <laughs> I do it very. Love- I'd literally find a ballot box and I'd stuff it full of ballots for Tyler Bate. But he wasn't on the poll. So of all the wrestling things I thought would put you in jail, that was not what I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought uh <laughs> yes, true. elder abuse to Vince McMahon probably would have been at the top of that list. Uh don't blame me. I voted for Kodos, says uh, Orion Ben. That is a Simpsons gag, so you don't get it. I um, don't. um so uh <laughs> so Orion Ben I'll... also updated me on the Yankees score because he knows what we're doing here. Yeah. I appreciate you. Um, so we got, uh, so they, they say, okay, here's the winner. So they have the three of them there with Mackenzie Mitchell. And so it was like, here's your, here's your winner, Wesley. And one wire goes, and he walks off. He was just, he was so angry. He was like, it was like, okay. All right. So, um, you have a so, daughter. You've seen that reaction oh, oh, I, when you I, take absolutely. her toy this away. Is, this is a, a kindergartner who's been told, I'm sorry, you don't get to go 
uh, only five kids can be can go to this thing. And so we picked names out of a hat and you were the one who didn't get to go. And that's honestly what it was the whole time. Um, and then uh, and then Joe Gacy just stands there like, I would like to congratulate you, Wesley, on your thing, blah, 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 cult leader stuff, blah, 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 blah. And like, OK, fine. I, I like that they at least had two different reactions, but it is kind of funny that Von Wagner. Was well, Joe the, Gacy was like, "There's still work to do tonight, yes, or whatever." Yeah. So Von Wagner, lest we forget, lest we ever forget, was somehow put in the in the, in the title match on the first episode of NXT 2.0, and he, he's like, he's he's put in, he is now a year later put in a poll that the top brass know he's not going to get voted any votes for. That's where they know who he is. So I think this is kind of awful. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. 2.0. Give, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, what, yeah. Emily, Emily, C, Emily C says that Alex's dream match is Von Wagner versus Killer Cross. Uh, it would just be boring. Like, I, I feel bad for Von Wagner having to carry Killer Cross. If you um, needed Wendy Chu's gimmick, you could watch that match. If you were like, yeah. Oh. Um, Ryan Sullivan says Alex say, saying when it's the Simpsons to Kate is the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so that, that so that's that's fine, whatever. So Lee wins and he's excited about it. He gets to face uh, he gets to face uh, Carmel Hayes, which is a match I was thought we were going to get to eventually anyway. Because silly me, I thought they were going to build Wes Lee as a singles guy. As a, as a super athletic underdog babyface, and they wouldn't have him lose twice to Trick Williams, who's a glorified valet. I thought, personally, that that was the plan they were going to do, but that's not what they did. And so now there's no reason to be excited for a Wesley match versus Carmelo Hayes, although the match will be exciting. Like, in, in, in no way have they done anything to make me believe that he deserves to be in any conversation to get a title match because they booked him so poorly. That's... Well, well, I'll save that for when we get to that actual match. But um, so um, Fallon Henley and Lash Legend um, was a match. Horse Girl versus Legend Lash Girl, Lash Girl, Horse Girl. Uh, Horse Girl won. It was very fast. Uh, I don't. Th I don't think I've seen Lash Legend lose a match this short. She's won some squashes, but usually when they put her in a match, they let it go like eight and a half minutes, and they were like, but this time they were like, hey, no, 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 you get squashed. Uh, Fallon Henley won with a uh, some kind of shining wizard type thing or a, or a one one footed drop kick deal. Um, I I think it would be fun. It, 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 she should call that move the boot scootin' boogie. That's what I think she should call it. Um, uh, so yes, when they came out with a little pediatric uh, cancer survivor. Like, well, we know Fallon Henley's winning this match. So. Yeah, I would hope so. Double best of the beach there. Uh, also, um, uh, did we did did we move? There was a. I'm going to talk about it now. I don't know if we're going to talk. Well, about you're it, not so. going to give me time to weigh in on that incredible match that we saw. No, I Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, yeah, if you wanted to talk about that, but also I thought you wanted to weigh in on this. Uh, backstage, um, uh, we see Felon Henley uh, after winning this. She's there with, uh, with her men, with double vest and the beach and in walk toxic attraction and the beach literally creams his jorts like he's just like oh i'll saw i'll saw your instagram photo and your your titles your titles were just oh spectacular um like i love the what did she call him um uh kid i love she called him kid he is like 20 something like early 20s if he's not like 20 but it just the, the whole like oh my god ladies what do i say to a lady oh double vest you're you're much more experienced in the way of the feminine sex what should i say to a hot lady is his entire character and it's ridiculous you're a grown man <laughs> what kind mm-hmm. of I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, you kind of sounded like uh, who was that cartoon character? Oh my god, what's his name? I'm totally. Goofy? I have no idea who you're talking. About. No, 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 no. The I said, I said that guy. What's his name? Oh, Foghorn Leghorn? Yeah, you got to sound like Foghorn Leghorn. No, Foghorn Leghorn's much more uh, high class than, than Double Vest than, than Double Vest on the Beach. Foghorn That's Leghorn. That's how low he's Fog, fallen. He's Foghorn fallen. Leghorn was, was absolutely a Confederate general. Like, that's who Foghorn Leghorn was. These guys were definitely, uh, uh, he was one of the. Uh, you make Foghorn Leghorn look classy. That's yeah. where you're at. Yeah. Double best um, in the beach. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're a grown-up working with adults. I had some of those adults are women. This is the this is the worst. Like yeah. I like had moments where I didn't completely hate them because they at least had a story about like how they brawled and then through their brawling realized they were friends. And I was like, that I can kind of like dig. And I just there's been nothing that's happened since. <laughs> Yeah. And that was like if if this is the one year anniversary, that was probably ten months ago. So, like, all their matches are the same. It's mm-hmm. it's boring. This I don't know how to interact with women thing is so weird and bizarre and uncomfortable. I'm so sick of the like everybody's got a hard on for Mandy Rose stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, just I've never seen a woman before. I've never commentated for a woman before. Like, <laughs> there's hot women all over WWE, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> um, 
this is true. Jeremy Bringle uh, says the kid that came out with Fallon had a ring name of the Night Howler and was a werewolf. That is totally badass. More werewolves in wrestling. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, so uh, <laughs> Alpha Bill, um, I say, I say, you have a scrumptious drumstick. I'll say, I'll say. Um, you know what? So, when you are yeah. as virginal as this gentleman seems yes. to be, yes. If you do land a lady, uh -huh. and things do progress to home base, yeah. you might be a little bit nervous about your performance, Alex. You know, you might. You might. You might be like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it up. I don't know if I'm going to be able to last too long. Like if it's your if it's your wedding day, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you've waited, mm -hmm. you might be a little nervous. But fear not, Alex. Fear not. Fear not. Or double vest in the beach, or whoever's waited till their wedding day. There is somebody and something that can tell you all about something that can help you. Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? Bluechew.com code Fightful gives you your first shipment of Bluechew for free. It will help you get a harder, stronger erection. It will make you more confident in your sexual performance. You take an online questionnaire, you work with an online physician, you don't wait in line at the pharmacy, you don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting blue chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue chew and the code Fightful gets you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now. It doesn't really get less weird. No matter how many times we play it. I thought you meant like, it's, it's, it's no less weird me wearing my, my normal cap than it is wearing the, the rainbow wig. Oh, it was no. itchy. I had to take it off. It was itchy on the back of my neck. Oh. Um, so uh, Alexis Cardosa, imposter Alex. Uh, says Mandy Rose is that thirty-five-year-old hanging out in the club with twenty-three-year-olds. Um, <laughs> yeah, worse. Bit. It's she, she's 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 uh, thirty-five hanging out in the toxic lounge, which we decided was that weird club for like high schoolers. You know, the teen yeah. center. Um, we see uh, we see U Ulisa Leon uh, come out of the uh, of the trainers uh, uh, room and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had like the whole like Elizabeth Taylor Vaseline filter for a second. Yeah, I don't know. I went out of focus. The autofocus weird. got weird. Um, so um, we got uh, we got that. That was nice. Um, uh, we got anyway. We Lisa, you Lisa. It's hard for me to say that. You Lisa Leo. I want to I want to say Luisa because that's my favorite. That's my daughter's favorite character from Encanto. Is Luisa. Aww. So we always talk about Luisa. Um, so you Lisa is really hard for me to do. Um, anyway, so she's got a, like a torn ACL, and that that sucks. Um, and but Sanga is there, who is I I just love the how wholesome he is. As like remember he was brought in. Remember this, he was brought in as Grayson Waller's bodyguard. This is like here we go. This is the thing to do. I think we're gonna do this for the rest of the show. 
as it is the one-year anniversary of NXT 2.0, and now NXT 2.0 is kind of dead. Like, it's kind of dead now, because Hunter's in charge, and he doesn't like that shit. So, um... It's officially we dead. I don't rem- know Reminisce about how uh, ridiculous some of these storylines were along the way. Sanga was brought back because he was he was let go or or banished from television because he tweeted out the results of the Keith Lee match over over uh, or Instagrammed him to uh, to Adam Cole and then he was brought back by Grayson Waller as Grayson Waller's bodyguard. He was not a bodyguard to a bunch of Bollywood A-listers. He himself was a Bollywood A-lister, which makes zero sense. And then they were together for a while, and then they had a falling out for no reason. And Grayson Waller and Sanga had a match, and then Sanga became a babyface because he's a very wholesome man who genuinely cares about people in, in the locker room. And that's what he is now. He's taken Ulisa and, and Valentina Ferois under his wing, and he says this we we must uh this is a he has this wonderful i i will i would i'm not doing any impressions of this guy because that i'm not doing those things but he has this wonderful broken english um that is uh just fantastic his his tenses of verbs are wrong and everything but it just, he, but he's always very pleasant um so he's you know, like this is this is terrible what has happened but but it must be a learning experience for you we will get through this and then Von Wagner, Robert Stone come in. They're like, meh, Von Wagner should have won that poll. me." And Von Wagner says, this shit is whatever. He says, you must not speak that way in front of a lady. So I'm sure we're getting Sanga versus Von Wagner at some point. I thought we were going to get it tonight, but I, um, yeah, it's, it's, it is, it is now, I think it is, it's 3.0 now. Because it's now, it's not black and gold, it's the golden white. Hold on. I, I have, I have, well, I'm, I will show the new logo at the end of the show uh, when they showed it. But uh, yeah, it's Senga was great. Triple H should have come out and done the Brett WCW, but just his own letters. Top Von Von versus Senga has been announced for next week. There you go. Do you think we get Senga and Veer? Because Veer hasn't been on TV in a while, and I think they might be aware that he is also charismatic and cool and should be a face. I, um, I love the idea of these two big, bearded Indian gentlemen in fantastic suits who are just... I, I love the idea of, of them as a tag team in this way. Indu Cher was like like some Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom shit. Like it was some really, really throwback era racism against people from the Indian subcontinent. This could be really cool. Honestly, I would, I would not mind that at all. Yeah. I think that could be just because we haven't seen Veer and I don't think Veer is going the way of say Omos or some other people that like, I don't think when Rick Boobs comes back, he's going to be getting pushed in the same way. Like, I think Triple H's direction is very clear. But I think Veer can really work. I think it just became... It's probably partly Jeremy's fault because of his incredible headline writing. But uh, it became this thing of, like, when's Veer going to show up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I think they know that, like, that presentation was off and... I really thought he was going to show up in Maximum Male Models. 
But I think like they can see Instagram Veer is a very different guy. And that's the guy they need to tap into. He's like so suave and cool. He is just cool. Like he comes across as very effortlessly cool. I think Sangha has a little bit more of a happy charm about him. But I think them as a duo could be something that's really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um, uh, so, yes, because we got Vaughn in this segment and more Vaughn. Vaughn, Vaughn. Uh, batted a one, Jam Beer says, Alex's rematch is Vaughn Wagner versus Tyrus. 60-minute Iron Man match. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's my own personal level of hell, I think. We just uh, got LaValle. big, big fat, juicy pay bumps, and then you couldn't pay me to watch that match even for my new rate. Tom LaValle says Vaughn and Cross versus Dom and uh, Dom slash Sub and Eric Watts. No, no, sorry. Okay, Techno uh, Team Tom, 2000 Tom, is my go-to. Tom, you you have to be better than this because Luis is asking me if he is allowed to block you <laughs> for for suggesting this. I'm going to say to Luis, no. But that is your one warning, Tom LaValle. No more of those suggestions. Techno um, Team 2000 is my go-to, like, fun pull. Them in high energy. So Eric Watts has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, the the batter to one Jim Beard uh, says that uh, Von Wagner is Link from Encino Man if he never met Polly Shore. Yeah, kind of like that. I could see that. Um, Kind of like that. Now with now with Nick Comoroto doing a different gimmick over there in AEW, now it has become that Von Wagner is literally unfrozen caveman wrestler. And I I think that that we need to 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 update all those things. He needs to grow out a big old shaggy beard. Uh, I think it's I think it's possible. Um, it's really Brian says uh, worlds collide matches we didn't get. Von Wagner and Last Legend versus Tyrus and Nyra Jax. Nia Jax. So they can all injure each other. <laughs> um, and uh, Kate versus Maki Ito in a battle of the bangs. I just Maki Ito would win everything. <laughs> She's um, just the best. Yeah, uh, Johnny Pringle says, um, "Wasn't Vern Wigner like a top guy over Breaker at the start of and on two point um, uh, he, he was like, he was in that title match. Breaker wasn't, he was in that title match in the first episode. And I think they would go, Oh yeah, no, nah, let's figure out something else for him to do. Let's have him be, be Kyle O'Reilly's little buddy in the woods and figure out what we're going to do from there. Kyle O'Reilly's little buddy in the woods. Remember that? Remember how fun that was? Well, they went. They, they went. They went jogging with big tr tree trunks on their shoulders for a while. Go dirt biking. Yeah. No, that was very weird. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, uh Bill <laughs> Alpha Bill says uh, Vaughn, Dom, and Aaliyah as the new group. It's a good name for a group. That is. Um. Uh. Uh. Orion Benz, This is true. Here's hoping Yulisa uh, heals well. Yes, I hope that she, she comes back. Okay, this honestly, is just I, She and Valentina were doing some really interesting stuff as a tag team whenever they got time. Um, and this I, is I, I, reckless, yeah. completely reckless speculation. Mm -hmm. She's out for nine months. Mm -hmm. This is very specific. No. You don't think so? No. Because no. she wouldn't be out for just that. She'd then have to be out for several months after. If she was she... actually 
you know, if she was actually further along. But you're oh, right yeah. in that they're usually like, wow, they came back after six. Uh, if they say nine months, she'll be back in six because they do love to do that shit all the time. They did like to do that. Um, uh, but Ryan Bennett says no to Sanga and Vaughn. Well, as long as, as Sanga wins, I'm fine. Sanga's, I like Sanga. Um, uh, Braun Wagner says, be honest, who wins in a promo battle, Rousey or Wagner? Ronda Rousey. I mean, she's not that bad. She's not good, but she's not that bad. Come Tuesday, yeah. like, like there's nothing, there's nothing that's gonna beat. Come Tuesday, there's nothing gonna beat that. I don't know, man. We did get Natty Boombalati coming out of her mouth, but I <sighs> Natty Boombalati beats Come Tuesday ten times out of ten. I'm sorry. I'll um, say I also think part of Rousey's issue yeah. was piped in crowd noise because that completely handcuffs you as a performer because you have to hit your marks at the right time. And the writing has just been so atrocious with her. Yeah, I think Louis she's better when they let her off the hook. Yeah, Luis agrees with me. Uh, Rousey would win. He, he actually says that uh, mops the floor with uh, uh, Wagner uh, and breaks his ass with a single promo all effing day. That's what I think. Louis Rousey said. might be better than Robert Stone, which is it. Mm, yeah. Um, as a manager, sure, I believe it because he's not a good manager at all. Um, uh, Mandy Rose cut a promo with Toxic. Toxic's like, we are the two times, soon to be three time. You've just lost two matches in a row. Let's hold out. Hold on one second. You lost to, to Dewdrop and Nikki, who never win matches, on NXT last week. And also you went to SmackDown and <laughs> lost to Raquel and Aaliyah, uh, which is, yeah. Um, but Mandy Rose continues to be all about I'm still hot and therefore I'm important. And I think it's a shame because I think she has improved greatly over the past year plus in the ring as a wrestler, but her character seems, seems to be, I'm important because I am hot. And I don't, I never, I never liked those kind of characters. I mean, even like, I know I'm not supposed to like her. She's a heel. But, like, there's got to be more to you than that, right? Or is the whole point of, like, you are a heel because you are shallow. But uh, that's a person I don't give a damn about. Like, it's, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, it was. Um... So, shout out to Robert O'Neill for calling her Tandy Rose. Because she was as monochromatic as a human being can get between her tan and her hair color and her outfit. Uh, Tandy Rose popped me tremendously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's it's frustrating because I say this about Carmella all the time. Um, I say this about I, this is maybe unfair to say about Allie slash Bunny in AEW now because I think her ring work has come a long way. But like part of Allie's value and Carmella's value is their character in the ring. Um, and not necessarily like you, nobody has to be, you know, not everyone has to be Sasha Banks or Charlotte Flair. Like you, you can have a lot of value outside of just your, your work rate. Right. And I do think Mandy has come a long way um, or at least she's improved, which is what you're supposed to do. Right. Right. But as far as to your point, as far as the character, there's such a missed opportunity with, mm -hmm hot girl champion should also be a manipulative bitch, right? Yeah. Like, um, right. she could have been full on Regina George 
And we haven't seen her bully. She hasn't bullied JC and JC and Gigi around at right. all. She hasn't. Yeah. Um, like, like she, like honestly, if you're gonna do make this character work and make it actually consistent and seem to be who she is, then she should be really casting some shade at Gigi and JJ, who lost last week and lost on Friday because they're making her look bad. I am pulling all of the weight here, girls. Where are your titles, girls? Like that should be the character that would make us hate her more, as because right now she just seems to like there's there's other things you you could do, and they, I also love the idea of her manipulating girls in the locker room to do work work for her, beat up somebody. We might let you into our little clique. Oh, like we were ever serious about that? Oh my like, god! Like how primed is Roxanne Perez for that? Like that would have. Sure. She's like the sweet, innocent, everybody yeah. loves her girl. There's so yeah. much you can do with um, Tiffany Stratton. It seems like the perfect person to either dethrone Mandy and be the new queen bee of that group or to like cause some chaos there, right? Because she's like this daddy's girl. And her, yeah. we talk about every week how much she's improved, right? So um, part of it is, She's not going to probably ever be my favorite women's wrestler in the world, but she, if you're into that archetype, there's so much more you can do with that as well. Like that's not all on Mandy. Like if you, I was like, all right, it's going to be mean girls, which isn't my favorite thing. But then like do anything from the movie mean girls, like the plastics were always all at each other's crap. So, um, and they might still do that, but it's, you know, we're a year in now. (laughs) Yeah. They're gonna go uh, up to the main roster, I would think. Yeah, JW Pring- Pringle helps us out, reminds us she is heel now because she has brown hair. It is true. That's a very good point. Uh, that Candy is Rose. Yeah. But she is interrupted by Alba Fire, who's Kaylee Ray. Um, but uh, 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 listen, as you said on Twitter, <laughs> here's the Drop and Nikki are sticking around at least for a while in NXT. The, the lines have entirely blurred about who can be on NXT, what, when, if they are they on both shows, what's going on, as we'll talk about in a, in a bit. But if we get Alba Fire and Nikki and Dewdrop, and they're now they're not Nikki ASH, but Nikki Cross and Piper Niven, and we get a faction of those three going up against Toxic Attraction. Then that is proof beyond all reasonable doubt. Triple H watches this show and should probably hire me as head booker. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, you would want to do that? I'd like to just criticize. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, offering solutions is great and I guess like I, fixing things, but I'll, I'll just sit here online. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I, I'm. No, it's I, not. So you called that before he even took over. I think of like you should do this stable. It's been a while. There's yeah. there's a there's a way to do the three of them, and I, I would also fold in Becky Lynch. When back when Becky Lynch was heel, I was like, I, if they're gonna take the title off of her and put it back on Bianca, as they should, um, then Becky could still remain heel, doing th- other things elsewhere, and have a faction of people who just like she just wants to watch the world burn. I think there could be a lot of fun with that. But they turned her baby face now, and that's a different thing. But I still think these three could be an amazing, uh, awesome tweener team who does not give a shit if you're fa- face or heel. They don't like anybody. They're just out for themselves. I think there's a really cool thing for that. 
And to um, your point, informing this stable. <laughs> um, it's also nice because it's not just the typical heritage angle that they run. Like, there are three such different wrestlers with this yes. one thing in common. Like, it's not like they're Scottish and UK, so put them all together. Um, it's it like Alba Fire is so different from Dewdrop, is so different from Nikki that that's a really nice balance stable, regardless. So, I would love for them to go in that direction. And them versus Toxic Attraction is actually something I think I, I really enjoy seeing. So that would yeah. be cool. Um. So, yeah. So she's able to Alba Fire uh, attacks and uh, hits hits her KLR bomb or whatever they call that now. And then uh, was going to do the Swanton, but they pulled Mandy to safety. So we're getting more of that. Um, there was a full like walk down memory lane slash Cora Jade buries the entire female locker room promo video. And honestly, uh, Cora is a lot better when they can do 17 takes if they need to and find the best one. Uh, live, I think she hasn't figured out her her um, her heel um, character yet, but having her do more of these, even ones you never show to the public, are really great for her to like practice. There's such a thing um, as rehearsals. Like if you cast somebody in a role, you're like, I think there's something there, but not yet, but I think they can get there. Then you work with them and you're like, okay, that was better. Let's get you to a better place. Um, and maybe you do a lot of rehearsals with her to get this character down. You help her find her voice. You help her write these promos to be a little less stiff, a little more, a, a little more of herself. Because I thought that this was the best version of heel Cora Jade we got. I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying it's better than what we've seen her come out and cut very obvious, bland promos before. And maybe ease up a little bit on the whole. I'm a heel because I dress all in black. Also, look, I got spikes on my backwards hat. Like it was, it became a little bit much uh, for me, but she did uh, name all the women in the locker room and why she thinks they suck. Yeah, Indies was my favorite. She was just like, Indies lost. <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah, it's this was the best of it and it's still not there for me. She's just not a viable heel. And that's not even necessarily a reflection on her. I didn't, I really didn't think Becky Lynch should be heel. And I took it when she found her groove. I think she found it, but didn't love it for the first few months. And she's one of my favorite performers, man or woman. So um, doesn't work for me. She also hasn't figured out in ring wise, how to tell the story of her being a heel. Like, when you are smaller, there's things you have to do. Now, also in her defense, this was a terrible heel turn. Like, it was yeah. so stupid. It made no sense whatsoever. So, um, you know, she, A, is in developmental, and B, this came seemingly out of nowhere. So definitely have time and patience around her finding it. Um, also, I was like, please don't show us what you've done for the past year. And here was the litmus test for me. Joel Pearl, who we always dunk on on Fightful because he's fun to dunk on, but is actually great. Um, he's incredibly rational and um, positive about wrestling. He doesn't take it seriously at all. And he was like, this is just a reminder of how bad the stories have been for the past year. And I was That's like, okay, so if that guy is saying it, 
then yeah. think about what this is doing to the two of us. I was like, I will pay you to not recap the past year of this show right. for me. Please don't. Yeah, don't do that. Um, another reference you won't get. J.D. Pringle says, Spike's on backwards hat made her look like Lisa Simpson. I actually do know that one. Oh! I Only via picture, but like someone I think had made that comparison with somebody but else. But she tries to be one of the cool kids when she's on vacation and she just practices in the mirror. Like, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then, yeah, she figures it out. We got to rehearse. You got to rehearse these things. Um, it's true, just like Cordy. Uh, uh, AO1012 says she didn't mention Tiffany, oddly. Um, I don't know what's up with Tiffany. If she's, if she's hurt and they don't want to bring bring her into it, I'm not really sure what it, what it is. Um, but I, uh, yeah, she 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 says that she uh, her her shoe has more personality than Zoe Stark. Uh, Nikita is is uh, too cocky. Um, you're not as good as you think you are. She says. Um, Wendy Chu um belongs in the corner of a baby's room not in the <laughs> wrestling ring because she's a stuffed animal um she already she wouldn't talk about roxanne perez um yeah it's it's yeah um <laughs> um so uh, yeah it's fine whatever she says you're gonna come back and do this interview with me at the two-year anniversary of 2.0 um which is the one-year anniversary of nxt 3.0 but we'll talk about that later um because then the generation of Jade will have taken over. Blah, blah, blah. That needs to go immediately. That was the one thing I was like, we're not, no. Please, God, don't give us that cheesy catchphrase, generation of Jade. Then they interview Wendy Chu. And it's like, um, what are your thoughts about how much Cora Jade thinks that you suck? It's just a, the way it's like, your thoughts. is uh, like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Then... Uh, Last Legend comes in and she's like, oh, no, we're not going to talk about this. We should be talking about me. You just lost. And I love how Brenda's just like, ah, you lost. And it's my time. So, um, but yeah, we're going to get, uh, we're going to get Dragon Chew next week. I think, I think we're going to get Dragon Chew. Hashtag Dragon Chew is back. And we're going to get Dragon Chew versus Cora Jade next week because it's the only way. That's a that handicap match. Wendy Chew can can uh she can transform into dragon chew um because then she can prove to uh cora jade that she doesn't belong in the corner of a uh baby's room there you go. if they were gonna do dragon chew they should have done it at the lights out match but you can't just be summoning magic it's too unrealistic it's as unrealistic as say a delicious protein-packed cereal, Alex, with that kind of magic. That, that couldn't impossible. be. That would couldn't, just be an impossible wouldn't possible. What? What is this video that Sean Rossap has sent our way? The nostalgia of cereal. Before you grew up and you realize it's probably not the healthiest thing to be eating unless you're eating magicspoon.com slash Fightful. How about this? 13 to 14 grams of protein, four to five net grams of carbs in each serving, low-carb, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and only 140 calories per serving. It's truly innovated and changed the game. 
with sugary cereals. They've spent time to perfect the crunchy texture and develop an astounding variety of flavors. So you always get something that hits the spot, but without any of the things that are bad for you. There's a flavor for everyone. They've got the classics, just like you remember. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter. I mix cocoa and peanut butter for that peanut butter cup flavor. They also have the cult favorites. Blueberry muffin, maple waffle, honey nut. You also have the indulgent ones like cookies and cream and cinnamon roll. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, get a custom bundle. Use that code Fightful at checkout. Get $5 off your order, and they're so confident in their product. It's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. You can return it, no questions asked. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. Hey, Alex. Yeah. It seems that there is some magic in the air. Mm-hmm. And that it is, in fact, in the form of a protein-packed cereal. But you know what else, Alex? You know what else is magic? What? Fightful Select, darn it. It is. Don't you want to be with not over 10,000, over 11,000 subscribers to Fightful Select? What? That's an insane number. Don't you want to be cool like 11,000 other people? Um, Fightful Select has the most breaking news out there. We always have like the Raw and SmackDown plans for people that do watch the main roster programming. So much happening on the AEW drama front. Sean did a really great show about the breaking news tonight. Uh, And heck, if you like the two of us, you probably wouldn't hate seeing more of the two of us two of us right Alex huh Mm -hmm. or at least Alex every Monday and Friday doing Mm -hmm. Raw and Smackdown post shows on Fightful Select and additionally anytime there's a wrestling pay-per-view um for ROH AEW WWE or NXT we have the post show for you NXT is always on the main but on Fightful Select you also get us doing 97 hours of AEW pay-per-views and your monthly premium live events so come for the scoops Stay for Team K. Like, Sean is breaking so much news over there. I'm such a proud just friend of his for everything that's been built. When I think about the fact that I came in, gosh, just over a year ago, and there was like 4,000 subscribers, and now we're at over 11,000. Um, mm-hmm. It's just absolutely cuckoo bananas, Alex. Yes, uh, it is true. Uh, people are like, ah, oh, hey, you should make Alex sing Judas for, for 12,000. I'm like, Darty did it. Sang Judas for 800. That's how long ago that was. It was wow. 800. We, we sang Judas for 800. It was the big thing. We got to 800. We got to do a big thing. Alex, you have to sing Judas. And that's, yeah, so we, we it's been it's been crazy. So I don't think that. I knew that. That's wild. It, it's, some, it, it's somewhere on the channel. I don't know where, but somewhere oh on Fight for Select, you can, you can find me and Jeremy Lambert doing a duet of Judas. I will be looking that up on Fightful Select myself. (laughs) Additionally, I am looking at our Super Chats document, and you guys are amazing. So if you do have those wild, zany jukebox requests, which we get to at the end, it's literally after the review is over. If you're new here, it's just pure silliness. Please try and get those in now, because we have a lot of them coming up. Um, And please leave a thumbs up on this video as well. It helps people find us in the algorithms. And Alex, do you want to plug your own YouTube channel? Because I feel like you should. Sure, sure, I'll do it now. Um, uh, At uh, YouTube, uh, Alex Sour Graps, all one word, capital, all those words. 
Um, uh, you can find my channel over there. I do uh, live reactions to the final hour of Raw, the main event of AEW Dynamite, and every episode of AEW Rampage. If you want to watch me, um, when when Punk uh, got squashed by Moxley, um, it my reaction uh, went mini viral. So <laughs> you, you never know what I might react to in what in what way. So that might be fun. But also, if you're into gaming, uh, I'm doing uh, live streams over there. Uh, right now, I'm in the midst of a Last of Us series uh, playthrough. Well, I've just finished Last of Us uh, Part 1, the new one on uh, PS5, the new remake. And then I'm going to do the prequel to that, the Left Behind. And then I'm going to jump right into Last of Us Part 2. Um, and then down the line, who knows what we're going to get into. Um, but it's, it's been a about a lot of fun. So if you want to do that, if you would like to dip your toes in both sports entertainment and video gaming entertainment, that's the place to be. And if you want to apparently get big sad, because I don't know what The Last of Us is, but it sounds really sad. It so. is very sad. It's very sad. Um, uh, Eric Freed says, hi, Kate and Alex. Alex, you have my vote for head booker of NXT. Kate, I'm hoping your Yankees and my Jays meet in the AL final. Wendy Chu for NXT champ. Oh, there you go. She's the best. Her timing is just, I just adore yeah. her. Yes. Um, she's great. So here's another thing. Here's what we got. Kate. Quincy Elliott made his debut tonight, and um, uh, it was six years ago that Stephanie McMahon said we're going to do more um, gay and lesbian LGBT um, stories in in WWE. Six years ago, I don't remember a lot of those in the past six years, um, and now they are doing. And listen. I think it's awesome that this guy is getting is getting his shot. I think it's great. Um, they're they're doing a version of their old Gold Dust character to me, and I I think that's detrimental. And I feel like there's there's a way of doing this where it's where it's fine, but it, the way you do it where it's fine and there's no problems at all is if you have gay and lesbian, trans whatever characters on your show that that isn't the entire character so like there's a way of doing it where now listen obviously obviously there's a lot of stuff that's come out about him since then but at the time jake atlas wasn't hiding anything but it wasn't all about that part of who he was it wasn't everywhere out there what now this is another simpsons reference that uh okay. homer simpson a long time ago uh in the early 90s, there was an episode where uh, a new neighbor uh, was a gay man, but he couldn't, Homer couldn't tell. And he felt like he was being tricked when he found out that he was gay. It's like, so no, no, no. I like my beer cold, my TV loud, and my homosexuals flaming. And that, I feel, is what WWE wants. If you're going to have a gay character, they have to be outlandish. And I think this is cool. This is fine. As long as you don't tip the this when he's rubbing up on stuff it's supposed to be titillating and i don't know if it's going to be titillating in the wrong way when he grabs the referee and dips him and the referee is weirded out by that and doesn't like it that's triggering the wrong emotions in the wrong people and that's where i have a problem with this i don't have a problem with quincy elliott at all i think he i'm, I'm happy he's getting getting his shot i just worry this is going to 
elicit the wrong response in the worst possible people that you that watch your show. And that's that's all all it is. I'd love to see a, a character or characters, for God's sake, who have a, a homosexual relationship because they are. We know there are people who are in wrestling who are gay, lesbian, trans, and just are that and don't have and, and it's not about it because it's just who they are. It's totally natural and there's nothing wrong with it. As opposed to let's make it the most big and maybe uncomfortable to a section of our audience. That's all I worry about. And that's all I've ever worried about because I remember this company made Goldust into a gay panic character. And that was really detrimental in the mid 90s. And I just hope that we've gotten as far away from that as possible. And then I'll, I'll end it because I don't think it should be lost on. Quincy Elliott looked great. He's having a blast. It's really cool. Super over. Super and over. Super with the over. Crowd. And Florida, super over with the, the crowd. <laughs> who's very supportive. And that's awesome. And I just, you, I, I worry about WWE handling this the right way. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is because I, because I never have faith in them to do the right thing about anything. So that's my own, that's my only qualm. That's it. Yes, I don't think that Wade Barrett helped at all. This was no, that was really bad. That was really, really bad commentary from Wade Barrett, and I'm sure it was what he was given. So that's not me burying him because he blocked me on Twitter for no reason. That's just me right. um, <laughs> drawing a criticism that the way that they set the way he set him up is exactly the way they set he set Wade Barrett up on commentary is exactly what you said about gold dust that it was like the fact that they are um like using it in the using their sexuality in this way is should be alarming and uncomfortable is what we were given here i always feel like well the fact that they didn't let sonia deville just do what she wanted to do i think is the just the perfect swing and a miss <laughs> <laughs> from this company because what they did was roll out something that was essentially her idea but was inauthentic because um, it wasn't handled by her. It was handled by, I'm pretty sure Liv Morgan is straight. So instead of letting a gay character do a romance angle that would have just been a romance angle, they instead gave it to someone else for whatever reason who is straight. Um there's a really important thing here, and I saw some people talking about it in the chat, that I'm straight, so I, I really don't have any place to weigh in on this. But like with anything as far as on-character screen and representation, it needs to be in control of the artist, and WWE's strength is not letting things be in control of the artist. If you look at what Effie's doing on the indies, that dude is so in control of how he wants to use his sexuality um, as a device that matches um, and then you look at someone, I saw people mentioning Bowens, who it doesn't really come up. And uh, it comes up in his personal life. He's very open about his relationship with his upsettingly attractive boyfriend <laughs> on, mm. on social media and as an advocate, but it's just not a part of who he is on screen. Right. Um, so I think I've heard Paro talk about this a lot, too. It's, it's really important to um, leave that up to to the wrestler, I think. And um, if this is eventually going to be in Quincy's control, 
good for them. Like that's awesome for them. Um, if this is something that WWE is going to take the ball and run with, I think that could be really detrimental to them because um, Quincy is very authentically over and connected with the crowd and you don't have to do much more than that. I think they are someone that is fully in control of who they are, which is awesome. And I, I really think it should be up to them to, to make that decision because it's nobody else's fucking business. Right. So if they want to put it out there, that's awesome. So um, yeah, I think just leave that in the, the hands of, of the artists. And I, I feel like when I heard Sonya Deville talk about what she wanted to do um, with Mandy Rose and like how easily that angle could have been done. Cause it was sitting right there. Yeah. It was sitting right there. And then they just didn't let her do it. And then 18 months later or whatever, they they handed that exact angle to Liv Morgan, who also just didn't need something like that. Right. Um, it is is such a bummer. So when it comes to to how much someone wants to bring their own sexuality on screen, I just hope it's in control of the performer. That's all. And yeah. good for Quincy. They are so over. I love yes. seeing it. And if they're over with a Florida crowd... I think that tells you something because if there's a crowd that's going to be resistant to something like that, it's, it's probably, um, it, it's very possible that a Florida crowd would be resistant to right. that sort of, of representation. So I just hope they go in the right direction. So the wrong direction with it and that it's in, in Quincy Elliott's control. Right. And it's true. Quincy's pronouns are they, them. I've been informed of this and that's what we would be using uh, from now on. That's awesome. I wasn't aware of that. Um, this is something Emily uh, puts in the, in the chat that I, this is what it was. I don't like how the ref seems disgusted. I don't want the predatory stereotype to be perpetuated. Right. That's the thing that was me was like, the ref was like, ew, don't touch me. And it's like, ah, no, let's not, let's not do any of that. Um, uh, and, and Evelana says, uh, I wish them the best because I want to see more queer people in wrestling, but I'm in the camp of, I don't trust the writers. That's my thing. I don't trust them to, to know what they're doing. They they have to defer to Quincy at all times. Yeah. You are in control of this character, how they are portrayed. Also, and by the way, like the way that they talked about Quincy's gear as if this isn't pro wrestling. Maya, no. Like, what is this gear? Like, did but you ever was, see it, the 80s at all? Right. Like, did you no. see Macho Man? Did you see Warrior? Did yeah. you see, like, yeah. like, have you watched wrestling before? Right. Like, especially yeah. in the 80s. Like, what right. is this? It's, yeah. It's, it, it's expressive yeah. gear. That's like, right. not even. <laughs> right. It's also, it also, like, apparently you see that, that uh, um, Quincy has said, that it is a tribute to Viscera, which is the, you know, like the icon for a for a for a uh, a black person of that size. I think it was it was kind of uh, really really interesting in that way. Um, and like, listen, it's it, it's you can't say that they aren't trying to make themselves provocative. Like that's what that's what this whole act is trying to do. Um, just uh, the the way Quincy was dancing, gyrating in the ring, how uncomfortable it made Wade Barrett. Like, 
way Barrett, like obviously the crowd isn't made uncomfortable by it, but um, it is interesting to see like how, um, how this whole thing, like what is the rest of the character going forward? Uh, very awesome and, and happy for them to get their first win. Um, yes. And, and yeah. that's awesome. Um, uh, so hold on, wait, 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 um, yeah, okay, gosh, Jesus. So, uh, Cameron Grimes was supposed to find a partner to face Tony D'Angelo and Channing stacks Lorenzo. So he says, I don't need a partner, only man I can trust is Cameron Grimes. So, um, He's a baby face and therefore has no friends. So he decided to go with an idiot. Why is every why is every baby face since the beginning of time an idiot with no friends when they're the nice people? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. There's um, there's a um, a point there to be made about him not trusting anybody because honestly this version of Cameron Grimes doesn't trust anybody. He doesn't even really trust himself. Like he's kind of lost here. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really know what to do. And I, I feel like that's fine. And we'll, we'll see what, what, what comes of that going forward. Um, but, um, but it was like, Oh, so here we go. We got um, uh, Cameron Grimes uh, versus uh, Tony D'Angelo, Tony D'Angelo's goon in a handicap match. A perfect excuse. Well, Cameron Grimes isn't able to beat two guys two on one. And that way, Tony D'Angelo gets a victory on your one-year anniversary show. He's been such a big part of the of the first year of, of NXT 2.0. He was the first real breakout meme character that we then all realized, oh, hell, hell, this guy can actually wrestle. And my God, he's playing the part so perfectly. What a, he's, he's an absolute star on this show. Um, so it'd be really good, a really good idea um, that he would be able to, um, you know, uh, uh, get a victory on this, on this one year anniversary show. Uh, instead, what they have is they have um, Joe Gacy come out to decide that he will be Cameron Grimes' partner. I will be your partner. He stands in the corner, and I don't know how that's legal. Can anybody just get in the corner and is, is automatically Tamron Grimes' um, partner? That seems like a weird thing you can do. Is that is that a way wrestling works? Um, and uh, Cameron won't tag him in, so Gacy tags himself in, right? Uh, as far as I can remember. And uh, then um, Cameron Grimes is able to hit the cave-in on D'Angelo, and Joe Gacy does his ridiculous, stupid fucking handspring into the ropes, turned Lariat uh, to pin Channing Stacks Lorenzo. And this is when I tweeted out, literally, what the fuck are we even doing? <laughs> you you did this whole angle where, where Tony D'Angelo sends Legato Del Fantasma, a mainstay of the NXT roster, for like three years he sends them packing. We haven't seen where they're going to wind up yet, but they're going to be on the main roster soon. 
that's a big deal for him. What should we do? How are we going to build on that big story beat in the whole character of Tony D'Angelo? How are we going to build on that? Oh, by by having them lose this match where they were supposed to win in a handicap. Like you had a perfect opportunity for Cameron Grimes to lose because he wouldn't tag in Joe Gacy, and then Joe Gacy could say, if you'd only trusted me, we would have won this match. Now, there's nothing at stake, so who the hell cares if you win this match, honestly, because they've never established a pay window system in NXT, but, um, but then you would have had Cameron Grimes refusing to tag in Joe Gacy and loses the match, and there Joe Gacy can prey on that weakness. See, if you'd only learned how to trust people, I could have helped you, and we get more of this build. Instead, you have Joe Gacy pick up the victory, and nobody fucking asked for that shit. Remember that nobody fucking asked for Joe Casey getting a win on this show. So um, uh, it, it kind of ruins any momentum that the that that D'Angelo had out of this out of this legato feud. And uh, Cameron Grimes doesn't even get the pin, pinfall. He doesn't even get the pinfall like Joe Gacy does. And then afterwards, Joe Gacy wants a hug. And the crowd is chanting, hug it out. They're rooting for Cameron Grimes to join the cult. I don't know what the fuck this, this this crowd is doing sometimes. I honestly don't. Um, and uh, but he won't do it. And the crowd boos. They don't like it. They don't, they don't like it when when Cameron Grimes does this. So are we gonna get like Cameron Grimes turning heel on the crowd because the crowd doesn't support him anymore? And then joining Joe Gacy? I don't understand. Literally, what the fuck are we even doing here? Like none of this makes any fucking sense. You know, and. I think it's the movie I Love You, Man, where Paul Rudd goes, congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. A handspring lariat is one of the yeah. stupidest things it's in the so world. Dumb. I hate it so much. Um, I thought the Wednesday Night Wars were for ratings, but apparently the Wednesday Night Wars between AEW and NXT were for the most incompetent referees in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. You just walk down in the middle of a match and declare yourself a tag team yeah. partner. That means I, if I was in the crowd at NXT, could just get up out of the crowd, decide I want to help Cameron Grimes. I am just as right to be in that match as anybody else. This was so stupid. And not only was that guy who was never supposed to be in the match, not questioned by the referee, and entered the match, he got the damn pinfall. What are we doing? It makes mm-hmm. no sense story-wise. It makes no wrestling sense. And a handspring lariat is stupid. Congratulations, yep. you're stupid in three languages. Yeah. Um, so yes, the, the schism attacks Grimes when Grimes refuses to join. There you go. Alex, um, do you know oh it's the movie role models, my bad. Um Wait, 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 how... let's, let's read this, read this, read the super chat. We'll have to get back to it later. But respectfully correcting you, <laughs> the Kate, the movie is role models that Paul Rudd says that to the Starbucks chick, and it's one of my all time favorite movie scenes. There you go. So good. <laughs> Congratulations. You're stupid in three languages. I use that online with some people who might have had a dance gimmick sometimes. Um, it actually is impressive, and AW is guilty of it. It's guilty all over the world. Uh, to have an angle where nobody is benefiting is an impressive wrestling feat. I think that happened with Sammy and Scorpio Sky yeah. a lot. 
Um, and this one is just Cameron Grimes isn't benefiting. Joe Gacy isn't benefiting. GYV, who I'm still calling GYV because as much as I love Tool, they're still GYV. Yep. Isn't benefiting. Nobody's benefiting for this. And I feel so bad for all of them, but I feel really bad for Joe Gacy because just in his entire stint there, he's never been fully able to show what he can do. We know what Cranbourne Grimes can do. We know what GYV can do. There's something with Joe Gacy, I promise you guys, but that he's just this whole time not been able to sell it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Luis says, can we get to the part where... Um, oh, help us. <laughs> can we get to the part where Gacy becomes the deathmatch machine again? Wouldn't that be nice? Joe Gacy got to be yeah. that character that we that he was uh, for so long, uh, but they won't they won't let him do that. Um, Orion Ben says, uh, "Okay, I'm with Grimes turning heel on the NXT crowd setup." Yeah, um, it, yeah, it's I don't know I don't know what what this is all supposed to do, but it doesn't really help anything. A, um, a shout out to John Alba who said all of his angles are set up to entirely benefit him. If you mm. want, you can find footage of him with a scrunchie and his hair getting his butt kicked by a girl. So just mm, letting you know you that's out there. Mm -hmm. Sean Blanford says, happy anniversary of the introduction of our Lord and Savior, Tony D'Angelo. May Gabagool still be with all of you, and welcome back, Kate. It's kind awesome. of odd now that, like, I still say at the end of every episode of this, keep cool, Gabagools, when that was a thing that was only really big in, like, October and November of this year when he was uh, still doing all those, I'm walking over here talking about down at the docks. And over here when I my cousin Carmine told me to beat up a guy. Now I'm a wrestler. Who knew? Like... I'm from Chicago and also New York. Yay! Yay, yay. <laughs> I'm from Chicago, but I talk like I'm from New York. Yay! Um, uh, I still love him unabashedly, and I, I I don't understand why he didn't get a major spot here and um and a victory. So, hey, uh, Jordan Devlin getting just this part of his neck shaved because he has a beard is a is a weird deal. It's a weird flex. Like I go to a bar, a barber. And I get my neck shaved with a straight razor, not not my entire face because I have a beard. Just just literally this one inch here, that's that's what I get shaved with a straight razor. Um, and he gives us a little a little uh, thing about you know I don't know what the hell he was talking about. I was watching him get. I was fascinated by the idea that like oh you know what we should have him do get literally a quarter of an inch of his neck shaved by a straight <laughs> razor. That's what we should have. That make him look so cool. Oh, he's talking about grooming. How important grooming is to a young lad, I think he said. Which I was like, no, let's not do that. Like, uh, like no. Um, if you like, we talk about all of a sudden, I think if you say out loud the words young lad and grooming in the same sentence, Ron DeSantis sends a goon squad out to kidnap you. I think that's what happens in Florida. So um, this was all bad. Um, uh, so... Yeah, he he wants to to beat up Tyler Bate. He wants to beat up uh, Braun Breaker. Um, there you go. Hey, Devic, what are we doing? Yeah, uh, I don't understand why a barber was working in like the dark. Like <laughs> the lighting was all dark and weird. Yeah. Um, I don't need JD McDonough talking to me about choking on popcorn, and I don't need him talking to me about skincare. If you're going to lecture wrestling fans on anything, we should start with deodorant. If you've ever been to an independent show. Um, <laughs> yep. I don't need to see this rematch. I don't need to see him and Tyler Bate. Um, this is just weird. Like Sweeney Todd Dexter guy is not working yeah. for me at yeah. all. Then, this is so the, weird. The barber cuts his neck accidentally. And he's like. And he, and he, and he, he, he says, like, and it's like, it's, 
it's a lot of it. It's also very orangey red and very watery. And like, if that's what's coming out of your neck, you should probably see some kind of doctor, a phlebotomist or something, because your 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 blood isn't oxygenated enough. Also, it's very thin. I think you you might have some problems with hypertension. Um, I anyway. thought we were getting an AEW main event just from like yeah. this guy just started bleeding out of nowhere. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I listen. Uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, listen. I, <laughs> I love I, this. Is done. there we go? Um, there you go. Um, so listen, I um, this is all ridiculous. But we <laughs> later we get a, a, an interview with Tyler Bate about Jordan Devlin, and um, he is my my sweet sweet. Um, man, uh, he is so chill. He is the most chill dude ever. He's like, oh, I got a lot of history with Tyler Bate back in back in the UK, and I, I want I want a rematch with that Braun Breaker. I think he's a quite quite a quite a, an interesting, wonderful champion. I think I'd like I'd like to have another match with him. But you know, I mean, it's all what's over, you know. You know, anyway, peace. And he just like away. He's 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 Ringo Starr. Like that's basically like his whole voice, like a peace and love, peace and love. And then I'll I'll see you later. Like he's just he's just got this wonderful little low, very low effort. Very just his, the words just tumble out of his mouth. And he's like, oh anyway, oh okay, I'll have a, have a little match over there. He comes out and gently waves to the crowd. That's what he. That's what his his entrance taunt is: is gently waving to the crowd. What a nice human being Tyler Bate is. I want the world for him. He's um, like the most animated golf announcer. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's like it's it's Ringo or George. It's one of the two. It's like it's, it's definitely not John, and it's not Paul. But it's one. It's George. It's, it's like oh, like. Um, listen, I I watched a, like my dad was a huge Beatles fan, so I, I watched the Beatles movies a lot when I was a kid. And like, oh, hello, this is me, this is how I talk. And it's just, it's just so much fun to do their ridiculous voice. What a nice dude! Um, yeah, Voices he holds, on this show, never, yeah, never. Um, uh, Jenny Pringle says, "Young man in grooming." Is there a manscaped promo? Um, and uh, bad one jam beer says, Wait, someone bled on TV and it wasn't Mox or Cody <laughs> gimmick infringement. <laughs> um, so we get we get a, an interview with Braun Breaker where they like you know, it's just a, a recap of the past year, Alex. They like it, it's highlighting all of the things that he's done in, in a year, just shows how much they failed him and how red fucking hot he was when he beat Ciampa for the title at day one after they had that war games match where he single-handedly won it for his team like and then he he beat Ciampa at day one and then um a whole bunch of crap for literally the last nine months a whole bunch of crap for him to do until they finally gave him this awesome match with Tyler Bate we're like well no you could have been doing that this whole time like what are what are we doing like if you if if We'll talk more about this later. Um, if you're if you're going to take the title off of uh, Carmelo Hayes at some point, do it at a point where Carmelo Hayes can be built up to be the guy who, who goes up against Breaker, and maybe that that's that's a dream match there. I feel like we're gonna they're gonna 
both be called up and split off and never actually wrestle in NXT, which is a ridiculous thing to say. Um, <clears throat> love, love the break occur. Big fan. His interviews. He makes Derek Jeter look like Conor McGregor. And I say that as a Yankee fan, knowing that Derek Jeter gave the most, that's how you survive New York. You give the most vanilla interviews you possibly can. This was, there was no part of this pet red champion, this red ambassador to the company. This was the most boring crap I've ever seen in my life. Oh no. Um, This sit down things, not for him yet. (laughs) Not good at all. Yeah. I think we're different on the Dolph Ziggler stuff. I kind of liked that feud. Be- I, I think I'm partial because I think the in-ring was was really strong at least. And I think the story was good enough, even though the booking was weird. Like, they definitely didn't need to hot potato the, the title no. back and forth like that. But I also really, I've just always connected with Ziggler. I think he's, he's fun. And I, I thought the in-ring stuff at that point was probably Break Occur's best since, since Ciampa. Um, but I don't think there's any denying that it's just been a downhill slide for him since then. The Tyler Bate match was better than the Ziggler stuff and probably as good, if not better than the Champa stuff. Like that, I think was the best work we've seen from Breaker, maybe his entire reign. Didn't, we didn't need to recap this year. No, it's been a rough this, this year. Is not, this is not the best guys. way to utilize your champion on your one year anniversary show. No, no, it just no. wasn't. You know, I, I don't know, man. It's no, no. Um, so, uh, so, uh, we, um, oh, oh, hey, Denise's Braun Breaker interview coming to select soon. She calls it her worst interview. So, that, she's done a lot of interviews. So, uh, just nothing is said because they told this guy if you say anything. The way your uncle did, you're gone. We're yeah. not having any of this crap. You're going to be like the nice guy. Yeah. And it's also like, it's kind of a bummer because he has a personality in promos. He had a personality doing the Hall of Fame induction. So you know mm-hmm. it's there, but they clearly were just yeah. like, don't ever say anything. Yeah. Um, but we got Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark um, versus uh, the porn accountant. A porn assistant must have had the. Uh, uh, week off um no i think and, she was uh, covering the the desk yeah that's, that's true. yeah someone's got to be working the shift yeah and ariana grace is out there um porn accountant brings her lady briefcase thing that apparently is full of i don't know weights like i don't know what like he's like i'm gonna swing this bag at you that's got the paper the, my tps reports in it i don't like i don't know what, what the fuck is in the bag um, but um, uh, Zoe Stark um, and Nikita Lyons uh, win, and those girls have to be so proud of themselves. And I, I think that uh, they um, may have a, bright, a really bright future here. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's the thing. There, that's all. That's all we got uh, there. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, it's a. We got to make sure Nikita Lyons was voted one of the top four most exciting people in NXT. And I don't know when she debuted, but it wasn't, it was, she only had like half a year in NXT 2.0, but she was voted among, because, you know, everyone's thirsty for 
Um, it would seem as though the Hunter regime has maybe slowed her push. I think yeah. what I need clarity on the match was fine. Zoe Starks is is great. Um, yeah. she's she's fantastic and <laughs> beats the hell out of people in the ring. Um, I need clarity around whether they're a tag team or not. Like, and there's mm-hmm. just just mm-hmm. no. Um, are you a tag team or are we just having this tag team match? Because I I I need some clarity around that. But mm-hmm. match was was fine. Yeah. Ariana. Grace looked like Jasmine from Aladdin, so that was neat. Yeah, it's true. Um, I love when people find this thing and don't know what the hell we're doing. Jim Wright says, what kind of accountant? Y'all going to give me trouble with my wife just paying attention to this stream. Porn assistant? Is that like a fluffer? I'm confused now. Listen. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Where, where are your glasses? Um, when we first met Kiana James, the character, she was like, I'm a high-powered business lady who also likes to show all of my cleavage. I watch, I'm going to take my glasses off very dramatically and make love to the camera with my eyes. She's obviously in one of those, um, uh, I've heard these exist, uh, a, a pornographic film set in an office. That is the character she is. Jeff Hawkins, friend of Fightful, uh, says that, that Kiana James exists in a world where the non-sex parts of pornography movies are real. And that's just, I I am a business lady going to my office and watch, I'll take off my glasses. Now I'm sexy. Um, And she has a new assistant. It also doesn't help that her desk had nothing on it. It was like a a computer. Um, Yes. Uh, I have crunched the numbers and I have found out. Um, And her boobs were out and she had a corporate jacket out. Like she was just. Yes. The porn assistant. Her assistant, who I don't think we have a name yet, but just follows around the porn accountant. Um, so she's the porn assistant. She's the assistant to the porn accountant. Um, she she was even she had her spreadsheets wide open to the world. So you know that there you go. That's that's yeah. <laughs> Explanation's not helping. <laughs> I'll tell you. Listen, it's this is it's it's chat, it's cost doing business. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so um, so Nikita and Zoe win. Uh, are are they in line to get the tag belts? You know, there you go. Um, there you go. Um, <laughs> Nikita's outfit can't be comfortable to wrestle in. It's uh, honestly, it was. It's like she she forgot the shield at home, but this year she's going to as Halloween as slutty Captain America. Like there's there's no way that's that's a fun thing to to wrestle. You know what I mean? Sexy um, Cody. Yeah, someone had go. said in someone said in the chat. I think mm-hmm. it was Orion Ben. It is. It's like sexy Cody Rhodes. Battle to one. Jam Beer says porn accountant exists in a world that Denise <laughs> doesn't understand right now. Oh, sweet innocent Denise. Yeah. Um, so uh, Henry Henry T Casey says, "R.I.P. 2.0. Take your Brazzers accountant with you." Um, there you go. Let's yeah. Let's let's, let's find out. Um, uh, so hey, remember Idris Enofe and Malik? Blade, remember how they were like on TV all the time? And one time they like fell over each other trying to get into the women's locker room because it's an episode of Porky's. Like, it, like it's like, I don't understand what the hell we're doing. It's like an early 80s teen comedy. <laughs> like, what, what, what is this? But they're in the parking lot and they're being recruited by whoever the hell that is in a, an orange hoodie who is a, a recruit of the schism. But that person is trying to get them to sign up or vote for Joe Gacy or something. Um, and then GYV, this 
the dyad comes out and they have a brawl in the parking lot. And all of security is out there to, to break up this brawl in the parking lot, including security guard Hank Walker, who again is is what would happen if you if you bombed Seth Rogen with gamma rays and he turned halfway into the Incredible Hulk. Like that's what this guy is. Um and uh <laughs> It's not an episode. It's like a Porky sequel. There you go. Uh, bottom. Of, yeah, I don't know. This is this is the show. <laughs> this is the show, Jim. Welcome to the show. I'm back. This is, how do, this is this is this is the show. We go from phlebotomists to a Porky's reference. This it's is true. what we do. Um, so, um, here we go. Um, uh, you gotta go, Hank. You got a match right now because you're a security guard, and we do that here. Um, and what was the thing that your friend said, um, which I loved so much? My um, friend Brian, and I'll pull up the text. Brian is a very um, close friend of mine, and he's kind of the first person I ever started we- watching wrestling with. Um, and he said, let me pull it up. It's it's worth getting the whole thing right. I love that the security guys were like, Hank, you got to go. You got to match. And evidently Hank went, oh, shit, I better change into what I wore to my nephew's school play. Because <laughs> he just comes he down the ring and whatever he's wearing. Gear to what? It wasn't even security gear. He was off duty. Everybody else who's security is wearing black polo and black like khakis and black boots. And he's wearing like jeans and a button down. And um, and he they were doing some fucking gymnastics on commentary trying to justify why why a, a security guard just gets and he's also in development apparently match. yeah no no like but like this whole thing is that they but they aren't no 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 like i know he's had matches on level up he's in developmental however they are ignoring all of that for the sake of this story, which is Javier Bernal picked a fight with a security guard, and whoever is in charge of NXT said, let's give this untrained security guard a wrestling match with a wrestler that we employ. And I don't know who that person is, but if it's Shawn Michaels, I don't know I think I, promoted. I don't think we should do that. No, didn't Wade Barrett say though, like security was the side gig? Like you're in developmental, you're not getting paid real money yet, so you have to also do security. I, I think I, that was like basically what he, the gymnastics he was trying to pull. Which God bless him because he tried, but he basically said you also have to work part time security because you're like a developmental talent, and that's like a part of basically paying your dues or how you make money while you're while you're still learning. Okay. Thanks for that, Wade. Like it just good, I, good try. It was sweet. If you want to do the whole thing of like, um, uh, you could have done a lot of that earlier in other episodes of this buildup, where Javier Bernal is like, hey, 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 like, listen, back off, security guard. Listen, when you're when you're good enough to make it to the big time, like big body Javi here, you come talk to me. Maybe we'll have a match. But for right now. Keep doing your squat thrusts during the day and guarding the door by night because you're not good enough to get in the ring with Javier Bernal. Like you could have done that at any point up until now when they were like, hey, we realize this is weird that a a security guard gets a match. Um, Or you uh, could just make him any other character. 
you could have done anything with it. You really could have done anything with yeah. it. Um, but like he white knighted a girl when Javi was was angry about losing to Cameron Grimes, and then uh, he gets a tight he gets a match. But he didn't dress. He didn't like. He knew about this match a week ago. He seemed surprised when the other security guard goes, "Your match is right now." Like he doesn't have gear. Like I I don't understand what the hell this is. But he anyway he he wins. He 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 takes off uh, his his shirt. Uh, I would I would say wrestle in a shirt. This is this is coming from me, but I would say to this guy for a while wrestle in a shirt, um, and um, and then uh, because his his whole gimmick is I'm giant and very strong. It's not like his like Eddie Kingston's gimmick is. Listen, I come from the neighborhood and I will fight you. I don't care what I look like. I just ate a whole pizza I and I'm gonna kill you. That's not his gimmick. His gimmick is I train to do this for a living, and it's not enough of a living, by the way. I don't know if you want to be canon in NXT that we pay our developmental people so little. <laughs> That they have to take a side gig working security in their defense. That may be true. The most accurate thing about them. Let's not actually make that public. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. Come work for Walmart. We will help you get food stamps because we don't pay you enough to actually eat. This is um, a good a good shout. Sure. The Ray 2.0 is going. We're about to get a Trashman 2.0 gimmick and a Plumber 2.0 gimmick. It's like. They pay you so poorly. You're not the son of a plumber. You just are a plumber. You know, like it's a, a nice dusty nod. So uh, he, here we go. Um, uh, Luis helping out saying, uh, shit you not. Michaels um, legit offered Hank Walker an NXT contract on a digital exclusive. So apparently he wasn't in canon. He wasn't an NXT wrestler until right now. What? Anyway, uh, uh, Luis says he looks like the third member of Double Vest and the Beach in that fit. No, 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 no. Like he doesn't, he doesn't belong in, in those kind of bars. He's, um, he looks like he's. I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. He looks like his bar is more Applebee's than anything else. Um, I, I, I don't know what this is, man. It's it's weird. But he wins with like a running cross body back elbow thing. Um, and everyone goes crazy for him. The crowd was cheering for Hank. The crowd, the crowd knows who he is. I don't know if like if they have this like whenever they come in, Hank is working the door, so they got to like give their tickets to Hank, and that's how, how they know. How many psychics does poor Hank need to have? He's security. He's the ticket guy. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. <sighs> um, hey, somebody named Sol Ruka. It's coming. I guess she's she, got a she surfer does gimmick. Flippy things on the beach. Yeah, she says. Uh, Listen, all you girls in NXT, it's, when you wrestle me, it's not going to be a day at the beach. Get it? Um, so, she, yeah, she's um, she's a surfer. Is this is this one of their their uh, you know college kids they they hired that was a professional surfer, a fresh an amateur surfer or something? I don't really know what they're doing. She she was Shinsuke oh, she, Nakamura's... She's, on, she's on level up now, apparently. She's on level up, which is fun to watch, says Luis. I guess you have to watch level up to, to know what the hell's going on oh, in this thing. I saw a vignette of her because it was it went viral online because I think she like 
did a cartwheel into the interview shot or something insane. I can't remember. But she actually had a cool, like, ease about her. I'm sure they will completely ruin it. Um, but in my head, she's Shinsuke Nakamura's apprentice on the beach. Mm. Alpha Bill saying, uh, Mandy, I love the pool. Stole, hold my beer. There you go. Um, uh, so, um, Carmelo Hayes, earlier in the night, Trick Williams walks up on Wesley in the locker room, who's changed, who's just changed into his gear and is ready for the match. Uh, and he's like talking trash, like you, you, it's fun, it's funny that you won this thing because basically what he said is, you can't even beat me. How are you going to beat Carmelo? And then Carmelo out of nowhere attempts murder upon Wesley. Like, throws him into the wall, puts his head in the locker, and slams the locker on his skull multiple times. Like, that's assault with a deadly weapon, and it's totally fine. It didn't happen in the ring, so it's a crime. I don't understand why this is a thing we're just letting people get away with. It's a weird thing to book at this particular juncture. Um, but they beat the hell out of, like, really excessively beat the hell out of Wesley for no reason. It's not like, why would Carmelo Hayes be scared of Wesley? Wesley can't even beat Trick Williams. If you had done a thing where Trick Williams got beat by Wesley and then demanded a rematch and Wesley beat him again, and maybe he won with not a loaded boxing glove, but he's able just to knock him out one time or whatever, and he's been asking for his match with Carmelo, and Carmelo has been saying, no, no, you don't get a match with me. I'm not doing that. You think I give a match to anybody? No, I don't. And then when Wesley won the fan poll and was super excited about it because he finally gets his match with Carmelo, but Carmelo was like, you don't get a match with me. I'm taking you up before the match. Like, that would have made sense. In canon, there's no reason for Carmelo to be even the slightest bit worried about Wesley because Wesley doesn't beat anybody because of the way you book him. None of this makes any fucking sense. And it makes even less sense in a bit. Okay, I'm going to say this. Maybe he's just opportunistic and realized the security guard had been compromised. Maybe. He was like, Hank, it's no good. I will also say this. I went to bring this up at the parking lot spot before. If you have not found an alternate entrance into the NXT building, it is now on you. You need to assume you are going to be assaulted between your car and the entrance if you're going to park in the parking lot. Go find another parking garage. Take an Uber. Go around the front. I'm sorry. Deal with the fans that are coming in. You're going to have to. You will get your ass beat in the parking lot if you choose. to. It's a guarantee at this point. Um, I did not like the Wesley attack for the same reasons that you did. And I really hated what happened next. <laughs> uh, Bad One Jam Beer says they should have beat him down in the parking lot. That way no crimes were ever committed because the NXT parking lot is the Bermuda Triangle for crimes. Nothing ever happened there. It's where crimes go to disappear. Um, so uh, JD McDonough on Twitter says, Carmelo Hayes claims he has the heaviest head in all of NXT, and I find that quite offensive, to be perfectly honest. So at least JD McDonough has a sense of humor about himself. That's good. Um, and Luis says, that you know black and gold is back when people start doing attempted murder on TV again. <laughs> um, so um, Carmelo Hayes, 
they, they, they show at some point Wesley in the back being checked out. He's got uh, ice on his face. Uh, so he's he's hurt. Um, and so Carmelo Hayes comes out to like do whatever. This is a match that was a fan poll match. This is Wesley won the fan poll. Like by a considerable margin. What I don't understand is if the fan if, if Wesley is not cleared to compete, why doesn't the match go to the whoever came second in the poll? Like, wouldn't that be like just the way it would work? Like, oh, Wesley won the poll, but for whatever reason, he's no longer available to compete. So you gotta have somebody else in the match. Um and uh and wouldn't that be that guy? I understand why that would, would why wouldn't that be that guy? Um, but why are um, you again? This is like why are you giving something to fans to then take it away? Like why are you yeah. doing a fan poll to right. guarantee fans want to see this match? And then you're right. like, yeah, we're not going to give it to you. That's the other thing. You put three guys in the poll, and you knew one of them was going to get an overwhelming majority. Of votes because it's Wesley. He's much more fan favorite. Nobody likes Von Wagner, and and nobody wants to see Joe Gacy versus uh, versus Carmelo Hayes. So you knew the fans were going to vote for this guy, knowing that after they vote for this guy, we're going to stage this whole thing where where Melo, for no reason, tries to murder Wesley because there's zero reason he should be afraid of him or even have be angry with him. Then we can do this other thing. Why not just announce last week Carmelo Hayes is having an open challenge. And then Wesley announces at the beginning of the night tonight, I'm accepting that open open challenge. I want that match. And then Carmelo, again, would require you to have booked Wesley strong up until this point. But Carmelo can beat him up. But the open challenge still exists because until nobody comes out to ex- to 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 uh, to accept the open challenge, then the open challenge still exists. I don't understand why why this person is able to just walk in and get a title match. Before we talk about this thing, I guess we have to quickly mention Grayson Waller got interviewed, and um, he was very very upset because he wasn't the the number one person uh, to win most popular or something. He's just like um, floating around right now. That guy, they're just yeah. He's fo- yeah. He's the only thing. The only thing that can that can save him is um, getting his ass murdered by by a Johnny Gargano with a chair. Like Johnny Gargano just shows up, should have shown up tonight, and just beat the holy hell out of Grayson Waller with a chair and then left. Like that would have been honestly a really fun way to like close that story off for good. And move the hell on, and then you could like do a soft reboot of Grayson Waller and try something else with him because this ain't working. Um, uh, feeling creepy says need need to say Elmo has more charisma than Grayson Waller. That's true. Well, it. I mean, Elmo has a lot of charisma though. He does. Um. So, um, Camilo Hayes is out there, and he's talking about how nobody can can beat him or whatever. And then uh, Solo Sokoa's music hits. Solo Sokoa, who is now on SmackDown. In the main the event on, picture. On the main event. Well, he's he's on, yeah, he's he's part of the bloodline on SmackDown, crucially. Not USA. Right. SmackDown, which is on a different network. He's not on Raw. 
he's on Fox. Correct. So he's here, and I'm like, well, the only reason you have him show up is if he if he wins the title. Like, why would you why would you have him show back up here to have a match with with Mello to lose the title? Like, I guess you could do that, but that's a dumb thing to do, isn't it? I understand what the why why you would do that anyway. Oh, let's just watch this match because I'm sure it'll be great. But none of this shit makes any fucking sense whatsoever. Um, I don't understand why he's here. He did say I got next, but like, was that in a contract? Did he did he like put a quarter on the machine before he uh, went to SmackDown? And he's got a next now, and he's back. Um, I don't understand what Ghost. all this is. Ghosty Ooze. <laughs> yes. Um, so we got like the only thing that act- this would be fucking stupid, and it is the only explanation I will accept. Roman Reigns got Paul Heyman to pull some strings and says, my boy gets a match for the North American title. Now, if that's the case, since he's already turned heel on the main roster, how about you find Wesley destroyed in the locker room and you don't know who did it? Carmelo Hayes says, why would I, why would I be afraid of Wesley? That guy can't beat Trick Williams. Like, no offense, Trick. I'm better than Trick Williams. Why would I be scared of Wesley? I didn't do anything to Wesley. But guess what? Wesley ain't here. He's not wrestling. Guess I get the night off. And Solo Sokoa shows up. And we find out later Solo Sokoa beat the hell out of Wesley to get his spot. That would make sense. But, oh, wait. He's a babyface here on NXT and a heel on the main roster. Like, all of this doesn't, you know, make any sense. The only thing I could also, like... This would have been a cool thing if they did this on SmackDown. Would have also been like, you want to you want to play up here with the big boys? You go get a title down there. Like you're not coming up here unless you've got gold, because that could have been really cool. And it's also yeah. like really good exposure for right. the NXT brand because it's like there's a champion now. Get on the biggest audience in pro wrestling across the board is is SmackDown. So that could have been such a fun segment or even a social media exclusive nonsense if you yeah. want to do that of like Roman being like, nah, this whole bloodline's got gold. Like you got to go get gold if you want to hang right. out up here. That would have sure. been so cool. Yeah. And also that uh, if the Usos lose to Sammy and Kevin, Solo suddenly has gold and Roman has gold and the Usos don't. Like there's so much dissension you can play with there. Like, Yeah. yeah. So, so here's what I love. I love this. Because honestly, this is our brand. But I also love this. Um, because because this is just the way that it works, and um, it's just it's just it's who we are. I put and also, in the I, description I lo- now that yeah that there's usually a half hour of silliness tied yeah. down to the review. But today we did right. two hours of reviewing. Right. Uh, and uh, I love that Jim is here oh. now, and he's just realizing that this is kind of what I do. <laughs> I try and find things like if I say this doesn't work for me, I always try to find an alternative that I say do this instead because otherwise I'm just complaining for the sake of complaining and I don't like that. I want to try and fix the problem as opposed to just point it out. I, I try. And do I think it. it's adorable that you think you have a choice because I've worked with I you don't. long enough to know that your brain has to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so um, we get a great match. Carmelo versus Sosko is excellent. Um, 
So, um, and and um, this is this is a, a, a very good match. Um, and they did it. They changed. They had the title change hands. There's a story going around that WWE doesn't know what to do. I mean, we don't want Roman to lose, but we we'd like to have two champions, not just one. Gosh, I wonder if maybe we should have thought of that months ago and not done the thing that you did. Alex, but if I only wonder, there was some if way. This is, yes. If only there was some way. Some device in wrestling where you had, I don't know, three guys in one match. We'll call it a triple threat. Yeah, and know. you don't even have to get pinned to lose the titles. If only we're that not, existed. We're not, even, we're not even going there. We're not even going here. Um, here's the deal. Um, um, Why? So, what we have here is um, really so good match. So, Sokoa won. He won. Um, he's the North American champion, and he's now bringing that to SmackDown because here's what I thought they should do. I thought they should pull the trigger on Sheamus beating Gunther because he's never been hotter ever as a babyface than he is right now. He needs that title to be a Grand Slam champion. He deserves that honor to be a Grand Slam champion. I think he should win it and be a babyface with his brawling brutes by his side. And then you get Solo and the Usos picking a fight with the brawling brutes and you have Solo Sokoa win the title off of Sheamus like a maximum of six weeks after Sheamus wins it. And then Solo can be the Intercontinental type champion for a while. And Gunther can do other things. Gunther can be pissed. He can want Roman Reigns, whatever. You can do other things. But instead of like um, doing any of that, they were like, let's bring a title from our developmental brand to SmackDown and put it on Solo Sokoa so everybody can have um, matches. And I think that uh, have titles. And the other thing somebody said is that now Sami Zayn has to go to Raw and pin Dana Brooke and show up on, on SmackDown with a title too because, because otherwise he will feel out of place. And then there, there we go. There we go. That's all. You know. I want, the only thing I could think is maybe Carmelo Hayes versus Solo Sokoa happens on the main roster to get that title back. Like, I feel like sure. Carmelo Hayes is never going to be the champion in NXT. No. I think the North American title is his legacy at NXT and then he moves up. But right. um I don't know. This is weird. Um, remember how I how I said the person who got the second most votes should should get the title match if Wesley, who got the first most votes, can't. Well, Habencito Gomez helps out and says, "What if no one voted for Von Wagner or Gacy?" And honestly, I can't imagine anybody doing that. So that makes sense. Um, Robert Stone definitely forgot to vote for his own client. Hands down. Uh, Ryan Largent says, keep IC and US as top brand belts, bring back tertiary belts to fill things out. Keep only one world title as a marquee attraction everyone's gunning for. Sure. That's an option too. It feels like that's, here's the deal. There are literally dozens of options to solve the problem that you say that is that exists right now. Whereas you don't want Roman to lose, but you want a top champion on each brand. There are literally dozens of ways of fixing that. And there have been for months, and you haven't fixed it yet, which makes me think you don't actually have a problem with that. Not really. Not really. And so, you know what? If you want to go keep both belts on Roman Reigns, have him show up once every two months, all the way until he faces The Rock, 
at WrestleMania and everybody, that'll be fun. Well, so my thinking is that report, the nonsense is, I think they don't know if they can get the rock for WrestleMania. I think I know. that, All this stuff I think that's what, yeah. We don't know what to do with the belt. I think they, it means we don't know if we have the rock for me. They couldn't even get him to show up for Survivor Series. Had to do the whole egg thing. That's how we got Austin Theory. Eddie McMack says, now that Solo's taking the North American title off of Mello, do we see a potential main roster call-up for Hayes? Um, possibly. So. Possibly. I, I still say it would be a terrible idea to not do the program of Carmelo versus Braun Breaker. Whoever wins. I don't care, but you got to do that program. You've been, they've been sitting there in... in, in NXT for a year to not actually do it in NXT would be it would be a disservice to the brand. Ryan L says, "Who would have thought the last member of the Bloodline without a title would be Sami Zayn?" I mean, I think everybody at this point, right? Isn't yeah. that the whole point? Uh, but yes, I think that would be very funny if he actually wins the twenty four seven title on on Monday. If he sneaks in and pins Dana Brooke with the, and gets the title and runs away, and then the next time we see him, he's on SmackDown. Like, hey guys, we all got our titles, right? Let's go to the ring together, all of us carrying our titles. Has to happen. It would be so good. I want it. Um, So here we go. After this, we got a new thing. They they were like, "Well, NXT will always be this thing." Shawn Michaels does this does this uh, voiceover thing, and at the end, they show us this. All right, there we are. This is the new. It's new. It's new. White and gold, not black and gold. It's white and gold. It's um it looks so heavenly. It does. But that's ah. the new thing, man. And I was like, you know Hunter hated that rainbow ship from the second it dropped, and he was itching for months to be able to get rid of that forever. Oh, he thinks wrestling's thing. a metal show. Like he made that very, very clear. Also, I just wanted to bring up real quick. Yes, also just cause. sexy, sexy Minoru had to Whew. do it. Um, uh, Valab says uh, 2.0 is dead. That's great. But wasn't the thing holding back the booking? Wasn't the thing holding it back the booking? So we'll yes. see going forward. Oh my god, Alex, what's with that hair? Apparently, sent while I was still uh, doing that thing. Oh, uh, MX3, says, this is good. Yeah. Um, uh, NX, the Nerd Guru says this is an anniversary funeral of NXT 2.0. Yes. Uh, Nerguru says, thank you, NXT 2.0 era of NXT. Don't let the rainbow puke colored door hit you on the way out. <laughs> Black and gold is back, white and gold. And I find it totally sensible for Roman to have said, go get some gold where you got some unfinished business. Honestly, that'd be great. Give us the scene where he tells Sosko to do that. Give us the FaceTime where he says, little brother, little ooze, you know what you need to be a part of the bloodline for real. Like I think that I think that's great. I put um, the veil back on because I'm married to the game. Uh, Ruben Hidalgo, eighty two says HBK to NXT two I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> Super kick. Um, Ryan Largent uh, says uh, stupid sexy Suzuki. That's true. Uh, um, he, is, he is so so sexy. Um, Sexy and, uh, Minoru. Um, he is a boy toy. Look at that guy. The bad of the one jam beard says one way they get one of the titles off of Roman while still keeping him strong: make Roman pull double duty at the EC pay per view. Make him be in both chambers. 
he wins the first one but loses the second one. No, he's not allowed to lose. Again, there are awesome ways you can do this without having Roman take a single pinfall. One of them happened literally at the beginning of this month. All you had to do was have Austin Theory successfully cash in, not successfully cash in, but cash in, make it a triple threat, have Drew beat Austin Theory. Pin Austin Theory. Roman Reigns doesn't get pinned, but Roman Reigns leaves holding the universal title, and Drew's holding the WWE title. What's happening, say the announcers? What's what's gone on? Blah, 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 blah. And then you get Paul Heyman coming out on Raw or whatever, saying, well, no, the, the Money in the Bank contract was only ever for one title. What are you talking about? You think I would you think I would let my client, Roman Reigns, my my tribal chief, in a situation where he could lose both titles if somebody cashed in on him? Oh no, 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 no. No. So you keep your lesser title, Drew McIntyre. We'll keep the universal title over on SmackDown. Done. Done. You split it up, perfect. And you get that awesome moment where Drew wins in, in the UK and the crowd goes crazy. And guess what? We don't have we don't have Tyson Fury singing American Pie. That's the best uh, part of everything. That would be beautiful. I think Hunter uh, now has too many chess pieces. Yeah. Like he is like, I got cross back. It, I could have him drop to Braun. I could have him drop to Solo. I could have him drop to Cody. That's safe. I could have him drop to Gargano. I think he has too many chess pieces and it all happened really fast. So now he has to take the next six months and figure out, well, he has to plan out what the next six months are going to, to look like. So. I don't think that right. report is as big of a deal as everybody's making it out to be. Yes. So the battered one, Jim Beard, has a question that will determine what his request is. So, Kate, welcome back, you lovely little madam. You have, <laughs> could you do me a big favor? Pick, pick a, a genre. 80s cartoon, 90s rap, or 2000s pop? Oh, God. It's... I'm going to say 2000s pop, okay, which is my least favorite of the three, but I feel like makes for the best entertainment here. Um, uh, Nurguru uh, throwing in an AEW chat. Uh, Mox squashed Sammy in under 10 seconds. I think we're all in agreement there. No, um, I completely disagree. <laughs> for Smikers. real, I completely disagree. <laughs> Ah, you can be wrong. It's fine. Smikers says, Seamus, banger after banger after banger. Kate, bangs after bangs after bangs. Um, uh, yeah, Luis, is, uh, especially after that promo Sammy cut on Twitter. You haven't seen this, the, 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 his, oh his promo on, yeah, the, then yeah, honestly, it's terrible. Um, so, uh, um, here we go. There's so many wonderful things to, to read here. Um, uh, JB Pringle says the graps is almost 700 spot strong. Like spike time, everyone drop a like. The like spike, um, please. Ram B says, uh, off topic. If this world were full of Kates and Alex's, there would be no wars. Thank you guys <laughs> for being genuinely pinnacles of like exemplary humans. Oh, thank you. That's the sweetest thing ever. Um, uh, I don't know if we're not polarizing, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, shout out to to uh, to uh, Jeremy Lambert for for uh, uh, turning on slow mode because we needed that earlier in the night. So thank you very much for, for him doing that. Uh, uh, Sean Blanford says also cheap plug cheap plug for get the flick out of here. Listening to Kate and Alex talking about goofy movies and TV shows is amazing. Yeah, we're gonna do one of those this week at some point. I'm not sure where. 
uh, win. But I know what, what it's going to be. It's going to be a terrible, terrible move. <laughs> Not great. Not good. Not um, good. Uh, Sean Blanford says, it's easier being a massive dork. He sent that in with his 14-month member uh, the chat. So thank you very much for being a 14-month member. Thank you. Um, uh, Alpha Bill says, have I entered the Fightful Multiverse where Alex laughs at authority and plays by his own rules and Kate is the Catherine Heigl of this universe? <laughs> um, Dark Lavender Void says, first super chat here for any channel. The silliness and growth mindset analysis are the magic that brought me to Fightful Select. Thanks so, so much. Thank you. That's awesome. So That's the sweetest. I always um, say come for the scoops. Stay for the Linda. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, and, and now we have, hold on, hold on, hold on. One, two, three, oh, four, and a half pages of jukebox we said we were gonna do it um so thank god i pull audio now sean would kill yeah, us you'd kill all of us um uh uh cora jade uh was a uh, there's a, a chat from ryan l says a, a storm is coming oops no the generation of jade is coming no 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 um, that needs to be over right now um so uh it's really Brian says the other day in traffic, I saw a horse in a trailer and a I wondered if he was, if he was a horse lawyer, Then I saw there was a second one and said, nay, it's a horse law firm. With traveling offices. I like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. So, uh, that's good. Um, so, uh, we have lots of these, uh, lot, lots of these. Um, and uh, we're just going to have to go through them. Um, <laughs> the first, we're just going to have to do it. Um, hold on one second. I love uh, this part yeah. of the show because it's like 97% you. Yeah, yeah it's it true. Um, so, got chats at the bottom, he says. Wonderful. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to take a little squirrely video of this. You go right on ahead, pumpkin yeah. patch. Um, so we get uh, here, um, jukebox uh, from Ryan L. Hey, Alex, can we get Tony D in the toxic lounge acting like he's never seen a woman before in his entire life? Like like he just landed on this planet? Or or like he's the beach? Hold on one second. <clears throat> Oh hey, oh, oh what are you? Hey, hey, you got you got oh hey. How you doing over here? I, I mean like you got you got whole things, you got things that I would not even know what to call them because I've never seen one of you before in my life. I'm not really sure. I believe hold on, Channing, what are those called? Bazooms. You got some bazooms over here. I, I can write a home about it. I got hey, you gotta hang a friggin' hat on them. I'm gonna try. Hold that one second. I got my hat here. Wait. Uh, no, they don't. They don't stick. So anyway, uh, how are you doing? You want to you get out of here? I don't know what that was. I'm sorry about that, Ryan. That was not quite <laughs> quite up to up to muster because I really wasn't understanding the question. Okay. Um, feeling dreepy says, uh, could we get Nathan Fraser singing "You Can't Always Get What You Want" by the Rolling Stones? Um, 
Here we go. Uh, yes, we can do that. Um, hold on. <clears throat> I saw her today at the reception, a glass of wine in her hand. I knew she would meet her connection. At her feet were a footloose man. No, you can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometime, you just might find you can get what you need. And Bob's your uncle. Uh, so. Yeah, we're going to be uh, zipping through these tonight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Bobox says, the angel and the god sound with that logo. Michaels came out as an angel when facing um, U UT the first time at WrestleMania. Undertaker. That's amazing. Yes, I hit that Kevin Nash bong again. There you go. That's true. Yes. Michael's came as an angel when facing the Undertaker at Mania. So that's why he has. There you go. That's why. Um, Feeling Dreepy says, could we also get Darby Allen reciting the Whitney Houston song, I Will Always Love You, like he's at a poetry reading and doesn't quite understand what love is? I don't know, it's really slow here. Here we go. If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go. But I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And I will always love you. Ooh. <laughs> will always love you. You, my darling. Bittersweet memories. That's all I'm taking with me. So goodbye. Please don't cry. We both know I'm not what you need. And I will always love you. I will always love you. I hope life treats you kind, and I hope you have all you've dreamed of. And I'm wishing you joy and happiness, but of all, above all this, I wish you love, Malachi Black. I wish you love. And you too, Brody King. I wish you love. I will always love you. I will always love you. I will always love you. There you go. It's good? The <clears throat> chat you. loves it. I love it. I will um, always love it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Ricardo says, hey, guys, lots of love, especially for Kate. I'd like to hear It's Raining Men um, by the Weather Girls in the dulcet tones of Lord Regal. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Humidity is rising. Mm rising barometers getting low how low according to all sources the streets the place to go because tonight for the first time just about half past 10 for the first time in history it's gonna start raining men it's raining men men in the mask hallelujah it's raining men in the mask i am men i'm gonna go out to run and let myself get absolutely soaking wet it's raining men Hallelujah, it's raining men. Every specimen men in the mask. Tall, blonde, dark, and lean, and masked. It's scrum, scrummy, scrummy. Ooh, 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 rough and tough and raw, strong and mean. But not too mean. Be nice to me, man in the mask. War games. Um, uh, Daddy Magic singing Toxic by Britney Spears from Luis Valerial. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, um, <clears throat> I was going to do the pre-chorus and the chorus. Too high! Can't come down! Losing my head, spinning round and round! Do you feel, do you feel me now? Do you want a taste? With a taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic. 
I'm slipping under with a taste of a poison paradise. I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? I love what you do. Don't you know that you're toxic? Entertaining. It's entertainment. Um, uh, (laughs) Lord Kim says, William Regal or Linder doing me so horny. Well, I guess I got to do both, right? Yes. Yes, you do. It's the clean version. That's good. Um, uh, Oh, my God. Ah, me so horny. Ah, ah, me so horny. Ah, me so horny. Me love you long time. Sitting at home watching Arsenio Hall, so I got the black booked for a freak to call. Pick up the telephone, then dialed the seven digits. Said, yo, this is Marquis, baby. Are you down with it? I arrived at her house, knocked on the door, not having no idea of what the night had in store. I'm like a dog in heat, a freak without warning. I have an appetite for love, cause me so horny. Oh, me so horny. Oh, oh, me so horny. Oh, me so horny. Me love you long time. <laughs> oh crap what Alex this is a wrestling podcast this is, this is, I don't know this is a thing you won't get us anywhere else like you may hate this you honestly may and honestly, oh sure if you, if you do I can't say I blame you Alex but I don't even I know if we like it this is the one place you can get this nowhere else this is exclusive wrestling content uh-huh. for um, better or worse <laughs> Nathan Fraser sings Let It Go um, from Frozen. <clears throat> um, to those of you saying Sean is furious, nope. He now pays on a per show basis, so this was yeah. the right week to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> The snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. Could keep it in. Heaven knows I tried. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to be. Concealed. Don't feel. Don't let them know. Well, now they know. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. I don't care what they're going to say. Let the storm rage on. The cold never bothered me anyway. And Bob's your uncle. When did I become a Dr. Seuss character with this stuff? I honestly don't know. Um, Batter to one jam beard says, Eddie Kingston singing Backstreet's Back. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Unless there's a lot of partners in here. I'm not going to be able to do this right. Here we go. Um, Here we go. Uh, um, every part, uh, no. Yeah, there we go. That's good. We'll, we'll do that. Um, <clears throat> am I original? Yeah. Am I the only one? Yeah. Am I sexual? Yeah. Am I everything you need, Chris? You better rock your body now. I'm going to taste your blood, Chris. Every partner. Yeah. Rock your partner. Yeah. Every partner. Yeah. Rock your partner. Right. Backstreet's back. All right. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that is. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, Darby Allen sings, I'm so excited. It's funny because he's not. Uh, uh, from CO, who sent that in. 
Um, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I want to love you, feel you, wrap myself around you. I want to squeeze you, please you. I just can't get enough. And if you move real slow, I'll let it go. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I want you. I want you. Malachi Black. There's, there's good. There's, there's that. Um, <laughs> Matthew Plus sends Darby Allen sings Memory by Barbara Streisand. I don't I honestly don't know this song. Is this this is not from Cats, is it? That's the, other, that's the only no. memory I know. No, I don't know this one. I'm so I listen. Li, listen. You listen. should know your Barbara. I don't. I do, and I'm very disappointed with Alex. <laughs> but Alex has no idea what this is. Midnight, not a sound from the pavement. Has the moon lost her memory? She is smiling alone in the lamplight. The withered leaves collect at my feet, and the wind begins to moan. Malachi Black. Memory, all alone in the moonlight. I can dream of the old days. Life was beautiful then. I remember the time I knew what happiness was. Let the memory live again. Malachi Black. <laughs> that's, my, that's my hook. That's how, that's how I know if I'm doing it. Every time you do it, you if actually do impressions, you need to have a hook, a thing that you say in the voice that lets you know you're doing it right. And for me, that's him saying Malachi Black. It's so close to conformist. Uh, it is, so is. Um, CO says, Daddy Magic sings the theme to Full House. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, the evening TV. How did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. This whole world's confusing me. What a taste. <laughs> taste of the titles. Entertainment. Clouds as mean as you've ever seen in a bird who knows your tune. Then a little voice whispers, kid, don't sell your dreams so soon. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look. There's a heart, there's a heart. A hand to hold on to, you want a taste? Everywhere you look, everywhere you go, there's a face, there's a face. of Somebody who needs you. You want a taste? Sports, entertainers. That's all, I don't know how to do that. Miro sings The Devil Went Down to Georgia from CO. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Um, all right, Miro, let's see. Okay, here we go. Um, the devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind. He was looking to make a deal. When he came across this young man sawing a fiddle and paying it hot, and the devil jumped up like my hot wife. And like the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what, I guess you didn't know it. I'm a fiddle player too. And if you care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play a pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I'll bet a fiddle of gold against your soul. Because I think I'm better than you. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done a Miro in a very long time. Uh, Axiom sings Welcome to the Jungle from CEO. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. 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 I don't know how
Axiom versus Nathan Frazier, uh, part two next week. So come back to more of this because I guarantee there's more of this if, if they wrestle next week. Linda KCO says, Linda wraps back that thang up. Um, Lil Mama going back that thing up later on. Tell that the homies beat that thing up. Little Mama going back that thing up later, later on. Let the homies beat that thing up. I want to rock right now. My name is Sancha and I came to get down. I'm not universally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone. Bet you no trick puts it down like me. An insane chica throwing up SDLPG123. That's how many Chinas that I brought with me. Together we're four when we step out the door. Everybody looking with their mouths to the floor. We hit the dance floor, moving so exotic. You gave me your number, but I think I forgot it. I'm so wild and I'm so crazy. A sexy ruka that can work it, baby. We could do it nasty and gangster. Put me up my loco because, you know, I ain't a wankster. I get usually get paid for my hits, but make more cash. Take, listen, it's the very long. We have we can't do this all day. It's like, 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 like I back that thing up. Basically, the gist is I should bank that thing up. And then later on, I should let the homies uh, beat that thing up, which I fully intend to do. Um, uh, uh, so we got a couple here for um, Back in the Saddle Again uh, by Aerosmith. Uh, one is, uh, is for, hold on, uh, Linda singing Back in the Saddle Again. And we got, that's, that's via, uh, here where we did. So we said, Jesse Ozog wants... Uh, Linda singing back in the saddle because you are back in the saddle tonight. But then somebody else wants you to choose somebody. So now we get to have a duet with Linda and somebody else singing back in the saddle again. Finn Balor. We haven't heard from Finn in a bit. All right. I don't know if I can. uh, Let's see how we transition. Here we go. I'm back. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm back. I'm back in the saddle again. Riding into town alone by the light of the moon. I'm looking for old Suki Jones. She crazy horse saloon. Barkeep, give me a drink. That's when she caught my eye. She turned to give me a wink. Better make a grown man cry. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm back. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm back. Come easy, go easy. All the right till this rising sun. I'm calling all the shots tonight. I'm like a loaded gun. Peeling off my boots and chop some saddle sore. Because you're a bad father. Um, Aren't you proud I didn't pick Nathan Fraser? I am so proud of you. CO says Miro sings Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra. Seriously, <laughs> we're going to be here for another hour and a half. This is there are so many of these. Uh, I will try and keep them quick. I'm cutting us off at two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> I have to pull audio and go to work tomorrow. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, uh, here we go. <clears throat> Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. 
In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for. I worship at the door. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> Regal sings this magic moment by Jay and the Americans from Orion Ben 666. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. So this was Regal? Okay, here we go. Um, this magic moment, so different and so new, was unlike any other until I kiss you. And then it happened, man with the mask. It took me by surprise. I knew that you felt it too by the look in your eyes. Your mask, your eyes. And, and sweeter than <laughs> wine, softer than the summer night. Everything I want, I have whenever I hold you tight. This magic moment, you scrummy, scrummy, scrum diddly umptious, you. War games. <laughs> We have people volunteering <laughs> to put theirs on the back burner. That's how that's how that's much so nice. you guys rule. So nice. Um okay. You're so funny. Um Regal Raps Gangsters Paradise. This is something we've done many times in the past. I'm gonna save that one for another day because we've already done it. So we'll do that one a, a different yes. time. Um William Regal read Goodnight Moon, but to Excalibur <laughs> says um Uh, yes, uh, hold on. Uh, close this. All right, okay. Um, oh, wow, come on. This is, I have to, I'm in here as in Pinterest, and everything's like, hold on. Uh, 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 here we go. <clears throat> in the great green room, there was a telephone and a red balloon and a picture of the cow jumping over the moon, and there were three little bears sitting in chairs, and two little kittens, and a pair of mittens, and a little toy house, and a young mouse, just like you, my little little tiny toy mouse. I want to play with you like a kitten. And you had a comb, and a brush, and a bowl full of mush, and a quiet old lady who was whispering, hush, hush now, you, you, this, you're being too quiet. Listen, I'm a quiet old lady. I'm not quiet, but I am an old lady. And I say to you, good night, room, good night, moon. Hi, Sean. It's one in the morning, Eastern <laughs> what time. Do, what are you what are you doing up? I'm just sitting here wearing my Garfield tennis shirt, minding my own business. Um <laughs> Sean, we had four and a half pages of just the jukebox but for super chat. Super chats, man. It's a lot of super chats. Well, I just want to say good for that. Good for that. Um, <laughs> I don't have to do the audio anymore, so that makes yeah. me just ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, ecstatic. But when you're uh, awake anyway. Ooh, cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. Um, Moon grapes? Of all things, I saw an Austin Aries tweet that made me go, damn it, you know what? I need some cantaloupe. <laughs> And it said, it said something like, I'm just going to sit here and not worry about getting a heart attack and eat fruit. And I was like, you know what? That's actually pretty good advice for once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, mm -hmm. maybe Austin Aries saved my life. Uh, Even mm -hmm. a broken clock, my friend. Mm -hmm. Hey, I, I, if there's one thing I won't question the man on, it's probably his, his eating habits. But mm -hmm. that's fair. So here we are. Uh, the Cease twins are both still up. Yep. Of course they are. The no, thing that I like most There's is... There's still 500 people watching. The <laughs> thing that I like most about the Cease twins is that they are probably together right now. 
but they are on separate devices. 100%. Yes, hundred percent. They are, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. They've told me that before. They're like, we're in the same house in different rooms, or so like, like on different. Yeah. Do they just have? So here's the funny thing. They're probably watching it on like a TV or a computer or something, but they've got their phones logged in. A hundred percent. That's amazing. This is great. I love it. So it's so funny. So um, my wife and I call them our adult, twi- our adult children and she can always guess which one is sending which message because it's always something like this. Allie says, oh, we're sitting next to each other. And then Emily's like two 100%. feet away, dumbass. Yep. And the lowercase, uppercase, immediate mm-hmm. self. Immediate. Somebody asks if I'm under the influence. No, I don't. I've never done a drug or drank alcohol in my life, actually. Marijuana doesn't count as drug. Sorry. I'm not under the influence of that either. But this I'm comes so, from, listen. I'm so glad you're here to make the show longer. I yeah. got this from Kroger in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're open on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. I'm old. I'm hurt. I'm tired. And I work with children. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Just eating. Thank yep. God. Mm-hmm. Empty headed. Idiot, dumb boss, Sean Rossell. Mm-hmm. Man, it says mm-hmm. two ounces. There's, oh, 22 ounces. I was going to say, I, I'm about to put down a pound of cantaloupe. <laughs> I'm going to sit here in front I'd of you guys. I'd be impressed. Mm-hmm. Is dried cantaloupe a thing? Do they do that? Is is what? moon cantaloupe a thing? I don't know. Listen. Alex, have you seen moon grapes? I have no. I, I know what you're talking about. They're they're, they're garbage, man. They're well, garbage. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know. If they're garbage. I would just say that they're they're very long. It ain't I would natural. Say they're, yeah, they. It ain't natural. natural. No. I'm not. Can we, can we continue with the impressions now? I'm tired. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's pulling audio, buddy? <laughs> See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> All right. Um, I love telling my boss what she's doing. My, Michael Dammit has sent in something over here. It says, uh, Kate is clearly the queen of the segue, which is which is true. That's from earlier, of course. Um, uh, Jace, Jesse Ozog says, to all the voices of Alex, if music be the food of love, play on. Thank you both, you beautiful people. Thank you, Jesse Ozog. Um, <laughs> the line drive says SRS just rolling in to talk random topics like he's part of Clerks 4. I wanted to talk football with him, but for some reason, I don't think he would be up for that. Hmm. Uh, Orion Ben says, Nathan Frazier sings, I've had the time of my life. Uh, But that's, that's a, that's a duet. So I wonder, I wonder who will sing the other part. I'm not sure. We'll find out. These are very slow. These redirects are very slow tonight. Oh, here we go. Uh, now I've had the time of my life. No, I've never felt like this before. Yes, I swear it's the truth, and I owe it all to you, because I've had the time of my life, and I owe it all to you. I've been waiting for so long. Now I finally found someone to stand by me. We saw the writing on the walls. We felt this magical fantasy. 
Now, with passion in our eyes, there's no way we could disguise it secretly. So we take each other's hand because we seem to understand the urgency. Just remember, you're the one thing I can't get enough of. So I'll tell you something. This could be love because I've had the time of my life. This here tonight, the time of my life entirely. I've never felt this way before. Except all the other times you guys make me do all these funny voices. William Regal rapping Check Yourself by Ice Cube. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, you'd better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because I'm bad for your health. I come real stealth dropping bombs on your moms. Fuck Carl Alarms doing foul crime. I'm that man with your alpine. Solar for a 6 Always let tricks know. And friends know we got the Indo. No, I'm not a sucker sitting in a house of pain. And no, I'm not the butler. I'll cut you. Headbutt you. You say you can't touch this, I wouldn't touch you. In matter of fact, motherfucker, uh, here to let you know, boy, oh boy, I make dope, but don't call me dope, boy. This ain't no effort motion picture. A guy or a bitch, my man will get you with you and hit you and talk into that yak to the neck, man with a mask, you better run a check. So come on and chickity check yourself before you'll wreck yourself. War games. Ah, uh, that was interesting. Braun Strowman singing Genuine's Pony from Luis Valerial. I'm just a bachelor. I'm looking for a partner, someone who knows how to ride without even falling off. Gotta be compatible, takes me to my limits. Girl, when I break you off, I promise that you won't want to get off. If you're horny, let's do it. Ride it, my pony. My saddle's waiting, come on, jump on it. If you're horny, let's do it. Ride it, my pony. My saddle's waiting. Come on and jump on it. I'm not finished with you. <laughs> uh, that's my first time doing a brawn in this one, but I, I like doing a brawn. J E A V says, Long time lurker, first time humper chatter, sub to Fightful Select just because of Team Kalex. Love all you do. Yo. Always keep cool, Gabagool. Jukebox. We've heard Linda do it, but disregarding the punk drama, could we please have Sheila cut the pipe bomb? Oh my gosh. First of part all, of part of it. Of course you can. Second of all, do I even need to open yeah, this? I don't think you do. Uh, John Cena, while you lay there, hopefully as comfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me, sweetheart, okay? I want you to digest this because before I leave in three weeks with your WWE Championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. In fact, I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most people in the back. I hate this idea that you are the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. I'm going to leave it at that. There you go. Um, uh, <laughs> everyone, uh, all hail. Thank you to Alex and Kate for reviewing Vince McMahon's lack of vision of NXT 2.0 for one year. In honor of the year, we just have to shake it off. So can the OG Linda sing Shake It Off by Taylor Swift? Much love and SGS for -f 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 life. Yes. <clears throat> I stay out too late, got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Mm -mm. That's what people say. Mm -mm. I go on too many dates, but I can't make them stay. 
At least that's what people say. Mm -mm, that's what people say. Mm. But I keep cruising. Can't stop, won't stop moving. It's like I got this music in my mind saying it's going to be all right. Because the play is going to play, 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 play. And the hate is going to hate, 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 hate. Baby, I'm just going to shake, 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 shake. I shake it off. I shake it off. And the heartbreak is going to break, 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 break. Fake is going to fake, 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 fake. The Undertaker is going to take, 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 take. But I take, shake it off. I shake it off. There you go. Um, that would be a Jeremy Lambert favorite. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, true. Big, big um, K. Big Swifty, mm -hmm. that Jeremy. Uh, Jake Salazar says, Nathan Fraser singing Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. Um, so, uh, uh, here we go. Um, <clears throat> Girl, I can't understand it. Why you want to hurt me? After all the things I've done for you, I'll buy you champagne and roses, put diamonds on your finger, diamonds on your finger, still you hang out all night, what am I to do? My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, she parties all the time, and Bob's your uncle. Uh, okay, What's what the hell? Maybe um, we should do three more and then do a special edition. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to, right? Um, I think so. Maybe we'll release a special episode. This okay, just what's, what's a good one to end on? Um, uh, okay, well, I gotta put from break us, gonna break, break, break a cup, break a cup, break a cup. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, here we go. Um, I'm gonna, I'm doing two more because I got, I got a please in here and I gotta do the please. Uh, and so I'm gonna do uh, two more, okay. Linda does Barbie Girl, and then Walter sings a special song. Okay, so here we go. Ricardo the Dream says, Linda does Barbie Girl, please. Please. You say please. I, apparently, I have to do it now. That's okay, it. here we go. Uh, uh, here we go. Um, all right. I'm a Barbie girl, this Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Oh, 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 yeah. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Ah, ah, oh, yeah. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. You are, wow, what that yeah. Basically, it's the same thing over and over again. Uh, and then finally here, uh, the Battle of One Jam Beard says, and finally, Walter singing What a Girl Wants by Christina Aguilera. Most underrated vocalist of our generation, mm -hmm. by far. That's true. Not even close. Here we go. <clears throat> what the girl wants, what the girl needs, what the girl wants, what the girl needs. Oh, yeah, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to thank you for giving me time to breathe. Like a rock. You waited so patiently while I got it together. Oh, I figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I only looked, but I never touched because in my heart it was a picture of us holding hands, making plans. And it's lucky for me you understand what a girl wants, what a girl needs, whatever makes me happy and sets you free. And I'm thanking you for knowing exactly what a girl wants, what a girl needs, whatever keeps me in your arms. And I'm thanking you for giving it to me. What yeah. girl wants. What a girl needs. Um, yeah. Straight up middle school dance. 
so uh, we have uh, JW Pringle says, thanks so much for all you guys do for our amusement. What a great anniversary. May the SGS outshine the sun for life forever. Gabagool and good night. What a way to end this uh, this thing. But um, yeah. And also with you. <laughs> JDB Pringle will send me all of these at a document or something. And uh, we'll we'll do a, a special edition, like a little addendum somewhere. We'll do it'll just something. be a bonus episode that we'll have to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean there's there's only there's like we're down to we're down to one page. Honestly, yeah, but that was with page. a bunch that we also deleted already that oh, good. got okay, put good. somewhere else. <laughs> all right. That's that's good then. So uh thank you all for that. Um uh for a year of support of this silly wacky insane vehicle and shout out to the guy who at an hour and 45 minutes said this was too long <laughs> bless him he wasn't wrong god love he you wasn't wrong. um but yes uh thank you so much uh um uh thank you all for all of your support for this year's it means the world like this is a this is uh, something that uh, even though i honestly don't like the show i i uh that we review <laughs> Uh, I look forward to Tuesdays every week because we get to hang out and you guys uh, make me do funny voices uh, for 45 minutes at the end of a show talking to about two hours. Um, thank you so much, uh, Luis. There's no yes. way the show works at all without Luis Polito. He's the very best at this. Um, and thank you all for being a part of this mm -hmm. awesome community. You people rule and I love you so much. Um, and, uh, so follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps, go to YouTube, Alex Sourgraps, uh, and, and, and subscribe there if you haven't. Um, uh, I'm doing a, a watch, a watch alongs tomorrow will be a watch along of the dynamite main event, which is Jericho versus Danielson. Let's hope no shenanigans. Uh, and then, uh, watch along for rampage as well on Friday. Uh, also I'll be doing a, um, uh, a last of us series. Uh, playing through that uh, as well. Uh, if you like watching me get sad and scared, come do that. Um, uh, David Jack says, hopefully you all catch this. I just got off work. Uh, I love Aww. you both so much. We um, love you. you know, thank you so much, David. Uh, that means a lot that you jump on this thing right after work. And I don't know if it's a 10-hour jukebox night, <laughs> but we should have like a crazy one of these things where it's just like, all right. Well, that's the whole ju episode, yeah. Jukebox is open. Um, and... If you want, make sure you say on there, you can go to humperchats.com and request a jukebox whenever you think of it. And it'll it'll go in the file and Luis will pull it up on Tuesdays and we'll do it there. So maybe we'll we'll do one of those as well. So thank you so much. Uh, Kate, where they can where can they find you? You can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. You can find me normally Wednesdays at the Mark Order Podcast, but this week a special Thursday episode. Um, and you can find me Fridays doing the AEW Rampage and SmackDown post show. Also keep an eye out for Excite Wrestling Commentary up in upstate New York. I'll be back there, I believe, on the... When is that? That might be the 17th. That might be three days from now. <laughs> keep an eye on my Twitter and I'll be there. All right. Again, thank you guys so much. Oh, also, Oro Mesa is coming soon. I'm interested in seeing uh, what, what he does on, on the NXT brand stateside. Thank you very much. And now is the time where I where I will say, uh, as every week, I need you to make sure you do this for me. Keep cool, gabagools. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. 
But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.